Righto, trendsetters, rug up with us this winter. Next merch drop coming in hot. 14th of May, Tuesday, 6pm at alphablokes.com.au. We've got our two hoodie designs. These designs won't be coming back. We've got a light colour. We've got a dark colour. These things are unreal. We can't wait for you to start wearing them around the flats and rugging up next to the fire. 6pm, Tuesday, 14th of May. Don't miss out. Cure them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Hey, Tommy, bought another ute the other day. And, um, yeah, the uh, window regulator doesn't work. Where do you reckon I should go? Oh, straight down to Titan Mechanical and Auto Electrical, mate. Yeah, right. Why don't they do a uh, dual battery for me? Yeah, they'd knock that up as well, mate. They pretty much do everything. And yeah. uh, if you ever wanted to rub shoulders with uh, one of the most prolific try scorers in Northern District Rugby League's most recent years, you'd probably head down there and bump into him as well. Unreal. Yeah, he's a pretty deadly fella. Might sign your, sign your hat or your baby if you're lucky. Stop it. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, not only does Titan Mechanical and Auto Electrical work on all things cars, they also cover inboard marine, heavy diesel equipment, pre-purchase inspections, caravan fit-outs, labour hire and much more. Their shop is located at 90 Hanson Road in Gladstone. If you can't make it to the shop, give them a ring on 07 555 and if you're in the Gladstone region, they'll come see you. It's all about locals, supporting locals. These guys get around us, so make sure you get around them. If you take your car to get serviced anywhere else, you're a peanut. (laughs) (laughs) So if you've got any dramas with your gear, give the team at Titan Mechanical a bell. They'll be all over it like pubes on soap. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. Welcome back to another episode of the Alpha Blokes Podcast. G'day, legends. Good to have you. Once again, I'm on the pine lines today. Yep, and uh, I'm on the Coke, the legal kind, big red can, the old can of Drano. The Dry July is underway. Dry July is underway, and uh, yeah, it's going all right. Dry July and man shakes, so... Starting weight, I weighed myself the other day, and I was uh, weighing in at 100 and – I think it was 101.7, so we'll put a bit of mayo on and we'll round it up to 102, I was. Yeah. So we'll see how I go in a month. Yep, I'm so, sitting at about 90. Yep. Right. So we'll see if we can shade it away a bit on the uh, carnival diet. Yep, good stuff. Yeah, I think uh, 
What's your flavors? Of, um, flavors of choice this round? I actually got cookies and cream. Yep, from the thing. I thought it was. Oh, I don't know. See, it was hard because the first time I tried it, the missus cooked a dirty big steak up today for lunch mm. and had um, uh, had, had a nice salad with it. Yeah. So I walked it. into the house from outside and smelt that and had to drink that shake. So it could have been the best shake on earth, and it would have been shit. Yeah, that's right. In that so, situation. Yeah. But, no, it's all right, man. I think, like, I don't do it because I enjoy the taste of the shake. I think, like, for me, now, when I'm talking about this, I'm not a dietitian. There's probably dietitians out there going, you are a fuckhead, mate. What are you talking about? I'm just letting you know what I'm doing and what has worked for me in the past. Yeah. So, like, pretty much how I'm running things, I'm going um, one to two shakes during the day and then I'm eating a normal dinner. Like, obviously don't be a fucking unit and go to KFC every single night or whatever, but I'm just not thinking about it too much. I'm just eating, you know, what I normally would. So, and I'm trying to do one shake at the moment, being a bit of a turbo, you know, and, and the wife, like, chat, Mrs. Dahl, she goes, um, oh, you can't just not eat. You got to you got to still eat a bit and lose weight. And I said, "Oh, have you fucking seen alone?" Like, no, you don't. <laughs> and she's like, "I know where she's coming from, though. You'd like to be healthy, because I think I think if you actually look at the pamphlet, when a the good balanced healthy diet, yeah, that's right. I think I think it comes and it says to do like two shakes a day, and then you mix in some like nuts and a bit of fruit, yeah, and then have a suggested dinner or something. But you know, I'm just and a good amount of water. Race. Yeah, that's right. Which I'm probably one of the worst humans alive for. Drinking water. And definitely in this colder weather, you don't really feel like it. You don't, eh? At so. all. <clears throat> well, I've had um, tapas the last three days. Yeah, this nice. carnivore diet, which is always <laughs> normally the first week um, routine. So, so that, that normally happens, does it? Like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty common. <clears throat> yeah, right. I thought it would lock you up a bit. Yeah, no. I think because the furthest I've ever got with it is 17 days. Yeah, right. And I've, I've had to go this three times now. And I've stuffed up, of eaten too much, or I've just, yeah, pretty much I've eaten too much of it and just made myself sick. Yeah. And then this time I'm just going to go a bit of fruit here and there if I'm starting to fucking be tap ass again. Yeah. And then just see how we go. And I, hopefully this time I'm going to eat a lot less as well. Yeah, right. I get you. Because I think nothing like, better than a bit of steak and prawns. It's like fucking, it's all just mental toughness, though, the thing, like this shake thing that I'm doing. Because, like, yeah. so the first day, heading down to do this thing on Saturday, because I started off the piss on the 3rd of July, but from the 1st I was doing the man shakes. Yeah. So driving down to um, to come to Gladdy and fueling the car up at Mirrenvale Roadhouse, I'm staring down the barrel of a Ned Kelly pie. Right yeah. in front of me, and I'm like, are you kidding? That thing would have got punished on a normal day. <laughs> so that was the first thing. Had to drive past that. <clears throat> but I'll tell you what, fuck half marathon, bud. Do you know what's hard? Being hungover as a motherfucker and driving past Golden Chicken oh. on a Sunday on the way over to Rota's place to watch the fights, and then while he's making the nicest pizzas too, may I add, that looked I had to just watch you smash it while I fucking drank a shake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which tasted like ass, so. But it's all good. It's uh, It does get easier for all the boys who are giving it a crack out there with me. Um, it does get easier after the first week or two. You might be thinking, fuck's sake, but 
Yeah, hang in there. The gut sort of gets used to it a bit. I actually don't mind the feeling of feeling a little bit tucked up, like you don't feel all bloated and shit. I think it's because you, when you have your first shake, you're fasting for most of the yeah, morning, well, aren't you? Yeah, I, I try to. I try to fast till about that lunchtime mark and have one about 11 o'clock, but I think you're recommended to have one a bit earlier and then have a second yeah, yeah. one, you know. But I'm a bit of a turbo when it comes to it. But um, see, for me, man, like for your scenario, if I had a cook and I was rich as fuck, I'd love to give the carnivore door to go. Yeah, that's and, right. And say, in oh, a yeah. camp option, it's just not a thing. And just like, oh, yeah, have everything prepared for me. Where for the old man shake thing, it is such a lazy thing to do because it's not even putting in effort. It's literally just not doing something. That's right. It's not eating. Don't eat. That's all you have to do. Yep. And make this shake and drink it. You know? Yeah, you've got to stay busy. Yeah, yeah. That's like at work. If you're in the control room, bud, for 12 hours. You just want a, <laughs> you just want a snack. Yeah, you just delete coffees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we'll see how that goes anyway. I reckon uh, hopefully we'll, we'll both go good. One thing I did fuck up mm. is I left three great northern stubbies in the main fridge at home. So I'm just staring at them. Ah. Those few days I'm just looking at these things. You know how they have that, like – um, perspiration, is that what it's called, on the outside? Yeah. And it yep. just looks nice and cold. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, three of them just staring at me. Well, that um, so. dry, no, dry October, sober October I did, that's why you have the old beer fridge. You can't look at it. Yeah, well, I do. I have it downstairs, but I think I brought a six-pack up to watch the footy the week uh, before, and I, I think I only drank three. You're going to have to fuck them off back downstairs. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to. I might get the missus too when I'm yeah, away. Yeah, No <laughs> Those things out of my sight. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's how we're going with that anyway. But, um, mate, it's fucking cold, isn't it, and wet. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's uh not a very good. Should be some miserable couple of days at work. Yeah. And we've actually got, both of us got the old uh, No Bad Days, 10K waterproof Hoodies on, shout out to Timmy. And they are prime. Uh, they are prime. You know, when, you know, everyone's got that work jacket that they wear around when it's rainy or shit. These things are stylish. They're comfy. They are waterproof, windproof, perfect for fishing and that. And but, warm. And they're warm. So I don't know if they're still up for sale on his website at No Bad Days. I think he might be doing another um, stock take. So oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, make sure jump you jump on there. And- yeah, make sure you get onto that too. Yep. We've uh, got the old country trucker caps on too. Shout out to Knuckles there. He uh, sent us a box and there's some fucking bell corkers in there. <laughs> yes, yeah, a few beauty, beauties in the background. Yeah, so shout out to him, mate. Thanks a lot for that. Um, but, yeah, mate, getting getting to our – actually, before we move on, Stimo, he uh, he mentioned this thing the other day for me and he, he keeps not ringing the hotline like a grub. Um, <laughs> but he was talking about the cold weather hero. He yeah. told me He told me about it when he um, – he sent me a Snapchat about it. And uh, what he's talking about is, is like at the moment, so we're in central Queensland, it's obviously not as cold as fucking Tassie or Melbourne or, or you know, down south or wherever. But anyway, it's still fucking cold. Like on a day like today, it's, it's, single, it's single digits. It's, it's fucking raining. It's wet. It's windy. You know, no matter where you go, there'll always be one hero, one cold weather hero. And you'll be like, oh, fuck, it's cold. And he'll be wearing a shirt and he goes, oh, mate, this isn't cold. Cold. Back down where I And you're like, shut up, mate. It's not fucking warm, is it? Like, you know, there's always that one bloke there who is. refuses to wear a jacket no matter what. Remember there was that bloke out at work um, that we used to work oh, with? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, never used to wear a jacket. And it was just like, mate. 
Uh, so I reckon it's the diabetes, the core temple, something just bringing you up. Yeah, I don't know. Or just trying to be tough. Yeah, stop trying to be tough, man. No one is impressed that you are wearing a shirt, your peanut. You look like your Kia car with your fucking stibbles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but yeah, there's always one though, isn't there? Yeah. You know, like I remember that we were out, um, we were out in the in the mess the other day out at out at work, and um, it was during that cold snap. Well, you know, when it all of a sudden just went, oh, winter's here, yeah. and it was just here for like a week. I was rostered on night shift. Or day shift. No, day shift. Anyway, we come in to eat brekkie in the morning, mm. and here's this bloke in there with fucking short shorts and a singlet, just been to the gym. And I was just thinking, fuck, you're tough, mate. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Walk into your room, it would have been so cold. But, yeah, uh, yeah shout out to the cold weather heroes. Going to sure. be, um, I think, worse next week. I think ra- at least the rain will fuck off. But, yeah, I think she's... Well, for the big CQ here, it's going to be a maximum of eight, apparently. Yeah, right, during the day. Apparently. Yeah, right. Eh? Well, I think we're 12, yeah. 13 or something at the moment. Yep. It's just that rain, eh? Like, you know how, how Normally old... it brings a bit of heat, the rain. I think once it stops, it does, doesn't it? Humidity or something? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but it's just... normally it's a bit... Oh, I don't know. Yeah. It's fucking miserable at the moment anyway. It's cold as fuck. But, uh, mate, we should probably get to our get to our weekend. We haven't had a weekend that's sort of that jam full of shit to talk about in ages, have we? No. It was a good time. We um Saturday. What time we, did we kick off on Saturday? It was like oh, 12, 1 o'clock, yeah. Yeah, 12, 1 o'clock. We went to the Tannen Pub. Shout out to Tyler Walker for the uh, his head wedding. Oh, it was, yeah. Uh, it was a fucking drowning all right. Remember we were talking about the other day? Big yeah. fella. We've walked in there. Hope you're listening, mate. Walked in there, give him a quick sort of bro handshake. How you going, bro? Fucking didn't look, really look too much. Went and got a, um, a schooner, come back, and I saw the eyes on him. And he is—he had a bit of age on him. Oh like yeah, he had, he'd already drowned it fucking twelve hours before him. He hadn't yeah, slept. Hadn't slept. I don't think. Yeah. So he was in—he uh, was in the good books with the missus. Yep. <laughs> Wearing someone else's clothes. Yeah, that's right. It was all happening. But no, there was a fair turnout there. Eh? All the boys got around a few. Boys on tour. Yeah, it was good. But there was a couple of fucking memorable things that happened there. So just in those like, couple of hours. Yeah. Like so, I um. I think I was on my third schooner or something like that, and I went up to the bar and uh, yeah, asked for asked for a schooner. Anyway, she's put the schooner on the on the mat, and um, I went, yeah, sweet. Put the wallet in the in the um, pocket of my pants, and as I've reached to go and grab it, this arm has just darted out from behind me and just grabbed this schooner glass that I've just paid for. Yeah. Anyway, I, as it's coming past me, I grabbed the top of it and went ah 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 ah. ah. What's going on here? And I was on my way to look to, at look at this bloke because I'm thinking, right, I obviously this bloke knows me, you know, taking the, the boys, piss, just taking yeah, the yeah. piss. Anyway, as I've looked this bloke in the eye, we were like having a Mexican stare off, if that's the thing, for about two seconds. Standoff, yeah. Standoff. And uh, and I'm going, I don't know this bloke. And I'm like, You right, mate? <laughs> and he's like, Yeah, you? And I went, Yeah, you fucking hold me beer. And he goes, you sure it's yours? And I went, yeah, pretty sure. <laughs> and you should probably let it go soon. <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, normally I'll put a, you know, normally I put the money on the bar and she just puts a beer there. I'm like, mate, I just fucking paid for it. You're about to get yabby pumped. 
<laughs> Dead set. Gro- ask Grober. He was standing beside. He was standing at the betting thing and yeah, just started yeah. losing his shit because it was like an older fella. I think he was blind. Like he was yeah, about yeah. probably about fifty something, sixty, and he's just like, "Oh, right, I might." And I was just thinking, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, just was not expecting a day. Yeah, but yeah, that was that was pretty funny though. And went went outside there. And then uh, remember when we were all standing at that big smoking area, like big table oh, yeah, on the yeah, piss? Yeah, the high bar there. Yeah, yeah, and there was there was a couple of chairs and a uh, wet floor sign behind us. And anyway. Oh, that's right. Bang. Yeah. Like this big noise. Bush. This big bang happened. Everyone spun around. And here's this old bloke in a mobility scooter. He's just bowled over two chairs and a wet floor sign. Stands up and goes, those cunts are in me parking spot. <laughs> <laughs> How fucking good was that? Oh, that was and then just gets classic. up out of his mobility scooter and just strolls in like there's no dramas. Yeah, like he doesn't even need the mobility scooter. Yeah. How's that for a hack, though? Just he probably lives close to the pub and he wouldn't get pulled up on the drive home, but Fuck no, just claim that. That's right. Chuck the helmet on, orange flag, fucking bang. Crayons in your top pocket. Stop it. I might <laughs> need one with a chainsaw motor in a few years from Beecher. You could hot one up, couldn't you? Oh, easy. You could soup him up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think he's onto it, that bloke, eh? Because he he was walking fine. Well, the way electric motors are going these days, you could probably make a real deadly one of them too. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but he had plenty of lip on him, didn't he? Yeah, that yeah. Bloke, he was selling. The, he was like the, one of those typical old fellas that just have a way with words. How I hope to be one day, and just come out and he was talking. Yeah, there was heaps of shit that he was carrying on about. Yeah, yeah, Santa or something for the for the schools. And oh shit. yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, old Santa for the kindy. And then I was Santa for the puppy, and then I rocked up to the to the high school being Santa, and they told me to fuck off, you old pervert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the typical long white hair too in the beard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, it was that was a good laugh. Probably only there for a couple of hours, eh? And then we ventured into the old tradie fight night. Yeah, which uh, I think the ticket said four. Got there at what time? Probably a bit after four, and I don't think the first stink kicked off till six something. Yeah. Was it like something like that? That's right. That was all the weigh-ins were done, so, yeah. Yeah. But, like, all in all, though, like, Good I haven't event. been – Yeah, I haven't been to too many um, fight nights or anything like that. So, for me, something different. It was unreal, you yeah. know, like watch, watching the boys punch on and – For a and, good cause. Yeah, that's suicide right. Suicide awareness. Yep. And first of all, to all the boys who got in and had a crack, hats off to you. You got more balls than I do. You know, a, yeah. lot, of, a lot of blokes up there talking after the fight saying they'd lost, like, fucking – 15, 20 kilos, some of them, to, to get in there. So, yeah, shout out to you guys if you're listening. Fucking great work. I think there's even blokes that have lost close mates to suicide and they're probably not the biggest fighter themselves, but they've just gone in there and had a crack. Yeah, had a crack. Maybe too. thought, oh, I'll do it for old mate. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, no, it was, it was definitely a good event. I think they're already trying to um, G up the next one, trying to find out who's keen and stuff like that. Yeah, hopefully they G up an indoor venue. Yeah, because I think like, that definitely needs to happen. Yeah, like it was at the showgrounds and they had the marquee and that set up. And I think if it was dry, it would have been fine. But yeah. it was raining. There was a slop hole to get to literally where it was. You had to just march through mud. You had fucking neon white shoes on too, didn't you? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Good choice of shoes for the mud. Yeah, but uh, I had to truck through the mud and then rum tins with 12 bucks. I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't. A, I wasn't a fan of paying twelve bucks for a run. And you had to double park because of the line because there was fucking yeah. And they yeah. just taste like, taste like um yeah like maple syrup, mate. If they just get any bit more heat in them, 
Yeah, so I don't know. I, I didn't really drink. You're probably too saying much. you're not drinking them fast enough. But yeah, right. I didn't really drink them too fast at, at the event itself. Um, but uh, yeah, what do you good. reckon a perfect fucking bar would be? And you could only have premix cans. Like the like, selection, like, yeah, yeah, selection wise. Like fucking obviously northern. Yeah, northern. Uh, oh, I'd definitely like these. Yeah, like, yeah, this would be a good choice. Fucking pine limes or See, something like they, that. These would be good. These strong cans yeah. because you only need a few, and you can sit on them a bit, and they get you belted. Yeah, you but know? they're probably not going to put this in an event. Maybe the white ones. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but uh, yeah, probably something like that, man. I think what I wasn't happy about though, you should be able to have a heavy beer. Yeah, they were all light beers. It was hard to have a few drinks, really. Yeah. What what I shit me the most was, so when the tickets first went up on sale, they've been up on sale for a bit, but we bought the, the most expensive ticket there, right? And our ticket said A. I think because the VIP tables had already sold out. Yeah. Well, the, right. yeah. but the ticket said A, row A, 11 and 12. Yeah. Now, I don't know about anyone else, but when I hear A, that's numero uno. Number one, <laughs> B is two. Yeah. Now, when we found our seats, we were second row. So there was like A and the earlier numbers in the one, and then A, you know, it got, got to us 11 and 12 and shit. So yeah. wasn't too happy about it. a melon being in front of us sitting in row eight. <laughs> but um, it was still great seats, though. Like, you know, the way the cage was set up, you're looking up anyway, unless they were on the ground. Oh, that's right. You know? I did. I really enjoyed where we did sit because when I went around seeing the boys on the other side, they had the pillow from where old mate was like, yeah, not, the, not the judge, right but the cameraman, uh, cameraman. And you did miss a few angles. Yeah. No, we we had. So that'd be a good, like, yeah. I haven't been to many fight nights either with a cage anyway. Like yeah. Boxing rings, you can see the whole way around it, and you, whichever side you sit on. But the cage. Cage, is, you sort of got to. There's a fair few pillars, isn't there? Which way they're going to face it. I wonder if you, yeah. No, that's a, that's a good point, man. Um, mate, it was it was fucking great though. Like the traders getting in there, we loved it when they um they announced what trade they were. Yeah, when they were getting in, and needless to say, I don't the know biggest how we got lip. On. I don't know how we have our voices still. Yeah, because when shout out to Darcy, the only lecky that got in there, he was just getting lip thrown from fucking everywhere, wasn't he? Oh yeah, that was some. It was prime. It's uh earthy mouth. Yeah, earthy mouth. Let's go, circuit breaker. I, st- I still remember the end of round two. I was like, pretend you're a fitter for one minute. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was good. And then the welders, had, the boilies would get in. Fucking weld him to the floor. <laughs> yeah. Tack his chin to his chest. <laughs> uh, it was fucking great. I think there was a fridge here. It's like, defrost the gun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had some, yeah, plenty of lip. No, good. it was good, though. There was, uh, there was some great fights there. Um, but what do you reckon? How many fights were there? Thirteen for the whole night. Yeah, something like that. Well, that was fucking probably thirteen in under five minutes, mate. Well, I was just about to say that the real main event, like <laughs> when the 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 real tradie main event, the big stink kicked off out in the mud pit, but yeah, that was full on, wasn't it? It was like a fucking shutdown at QIL. We had boilies, fucking fitters, lackeys, plumbers, fucking chippies, cleaners, TAs, just going at it <laughs> out in the flat. <laughs> It was fucking. It was I see, a yeah, yeah. Oh. like it obviously doesn't have to get to that, and shouldn't have to get to that. But that's a big fucking. Oh, it uh, was, that's a big dance floor, like to to go at it. Yeah, out in the mud. Oh fucking. Mate, there was a lot going on, and it was funny because I was just sitting there with the lads. I didn't even realize you weren't there. 
And anyway, I've looked around. I'm like, fuck, it's getting pretty serious out there. A lot of blokes were throwing them, getting slung around the mud and shit. And I'm like, phew, that's pretty wild. And then I'm like, oh, hello. I'm like, where's Larry? <laughs> fucking looked out. Here you are. Got your flannel off, jumping around like a Jack Russell. I'm like, fucking hell. Here we go. So I, I fucking. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You'd had a fair more rums than me at this stage. So I just went out and stood by the lighting plant and watched you fucking jump around the joint. But uh, it was pretty funny. Did you see much up close? Yeah, I don't know. Shout out to old mate that's wearing that grey fucking flunny. He's like he almost slipped over at the last segment and then just connected on old mate's chin and that was probably the flushest shot I'd seen for the night. <laughs> True. Yeah, Just yeah. planted one on him. Yeah, I don't know what it was all over. But. Yeah, right. No, it was fairly kicking off, eh? There was fucking women in there as well throwing them. I think it all started yeah. off. I saw one chick just spat across the front of these few seats. Yeah, through the chair, and that's how she chair, kicked off. Yeah, a chair got thrown, and then she was on for young and old. But that yeah, was hopefully no one got hurt. Yeah. But- a few egos, <laughs> a bit of mud on them. <laughs> yeah. But no, overall, though, I'll definitely go back, eh? Yeah. I'll definitely do that again. But, um... Yeah, and then we then we ventured out clubbing, mate. Hadn't done that in a while. Yeah, the big gandoon. Yeah, that oh, was a good night. I uh, I actually was pretty much sober when we got there. Yeah, you know, because I only had the few rum tins at the fights and shit like that. But that changed pretty quick. I was just double banking the old vodka sodas in there, vodka lime sodas, and then yeah, we kept getting bought these um, what were they? Bullfighters. They're just sweet as fuck. Yeah, I think there's something like um, there's a heap of Red Bull in them and like this uh, red. Red sweet stuff, isn't it? Yeah, what's it called? Like what they put in a vodka sunrise. Yeah, but anyway, it was yeah, yeah, I wasn't a big fan. But uh, overall, there was a sort of drama free night. I eh? shout out to everyone who's come and said good day that night. It was it was good. Yeah, I actually didn't mind the DJ either. Like there was obviously no decibel reading on his fucking speakers because fuck, oh, it was loud in there. Mate. It was a. Eh? I thought I was getting old, but then I'm like, nah. like looking around and I'm going, everyone is like holding their ears, cringing. I'm yeah, like, my ears. Remember it? we were talking and about it? wasn't it. even nice sounding. It was just, just oh, too much. Like, yeah. Mate, would it be a carry-on to wear earplugs? <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of DJs and stuff do now. Well, fuck me. If you were in that dance floor, man, for, for too much, you'd be dead. That's industrial deafness, bud. Straight up. Like as in, when we got home, remember when standing in your kitchen, I'm going, are your fucking ears ringing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just like a... But it was a lot better. Oh, man, it had a music lot better wise. choice. Yeah, music-wise. It was actually, you could dance to it, fucking, he wasn't cutting it off before. Yeah, yeah. Like the end of that, yeah. You dropped a few power burpees in, too. Yeah, Throw the move, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Had to clear out a bit of room to throw it too, didn't Oh, you? she was shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, it was packed. Fuller than a bishop's ball bag. But, uh, yeah, it was... Uh, uh, it was good, yeah, good all-around weekend. Fucking, no, it was, eh? Fucking oath it was. Fights that we weren't involved in. Pissed that was drank. Yeah. No, we and got in no, dra- la- yeah, no dramas. No dramas. No dramas was the main bit. Yep. What about, I need to give a shout-out to the fucking taxi driver who grubbed us, though, on the way home. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know if anyone else has been into this, or if you're a taxi driver, fucking shout-out, because I reckon this is the biggest carry-on. We got fucking Raj, or whatever his name was, <laughs> pick us up, and um, drop Pooley home, and we're like, um, it might even be before this, we're like, right, oh, man, can you just stop in and we'll grab a feed from somewhere? And he's like, no, no, I'd drop you off. I'm like, no, nah, no. Nah. We just want to get a feed and keep going, but like we like you do every fucking taxi trip from a yeah. night out. He's like, no, no, very busy. Drop you off. I'm like, no, 
Keep your meter running. Like, we will pay you, you to just fucking sit there. Get and your feed, bud. Whatever yeah. you need. And he's like, nah. And he just dead set refused, eh? Yeah. The whole way home. Just refused to. Just kept saying, nah, I can drop you off and that's it. And we're going, are you fucking the full quid, mate? Like, yeah. leave your meter running, you pelican. I just, yeah, I don't get it. So if you're a taxi driver, fucking let us know what the go there is. Because I swear every other taxi ride, she's no dramas, eh? Yep. Straight through the drive through Get the boys home safe with a feed in the belly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But no, he just wasn't having a bar of it all, mate. Was he? Right. Yeah, it was a bit off him. Uh, one more thing I wanted to get to, I'm talking about drinking piss, is my birthday's in August and we got a bit on in August. We'll actually be away for Cam's Bucks party. Um, a, few, a few podcasts. For, for that one. Tour. Yeah, banging a few out on tour and that. But what I'm going to say is I think we're going to look at doing a, a pub crawl in September. Just for like a slash my birthday. Plus, we haven't really done an event yet for everyone. So, thinking we should pull our fingers out and, and rip into one. And uh, we're thinking about doing a yeah a pub crawl through Gladstone there yep. and making it fucking Chuck Norris theme. <laughs> so, I've had a look online. There's these orange mullet wigs. I just want to see a fucking sea of orange mullets just pumping Gundoon that night. That would be amazing. It would be. And it's one of those things where... If you actually don't have an orange mullet on, just fuck off. Yeah. Like, don't. Don't be associated with yeah. Chuck Norris or nothing. Yeah, that's right. And if you're naturally redheaded, all the best. That's yeah, even if you've, better. If you've got one. If you <laughs> yeah, exactly. 100%. But, uh, yeah, so that's what we're thinking there anyway. Should be a bit of a laugh. Yeah, that will be a cracker. What's your most recent favourite, like, um, themed event, you reckon? Well, we tried to do the fucking chain worn one and Agnes, but we oh, were yeah, too yeah, a bit that, on though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that didn't really work out. Yeah. Um, I reckon my most enjoyable one was either the Darrow theme or your Sneen one. Yeah. Sne- sneakers and jeans. Remember Mick Harris on that Darrow theme? Oh, one? with a tap, tap out tap fucking out. Um, <laughs> muscle tee. Yeah. The shin bash and pants. Those shins were copping a flogging and yeah. the DC skate shoes. Yeah, fucking ice. That Sneen one was good too, wasn't it? Before is that? Bef- that was before we went to Canada, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember we got the big like the Darrow thing outside the RGs, good pub before that. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I think it was Bose or something like an old VP white Commodore Ute, and we all just stood in the back of it like fucking fifty, sixty of us <laughs> gathered around it. I think I was wearing oh, a mullet. I was wearing a mullet, uh, blonde mullet wig, and a fucking cut down flanny. <laughs> With a high, high fucking viz um, old shirt on. Yeah, probably. With a trolley pushing shirt on. <laughs> Drinking VBs. Yeah, the main, the main thing for me with, with um, themed events is everyone needs to get involved, eh? If yeah. you only half ass it, it's fucked. Like, if There's we always do- that idiot that rocks up in proper nice disco gear and you're like, hey, you just forget the motto? Or- yeah, yeah, that's right. You're missing the point here, dude. You're too cool, are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they end up—they end up having half the fun. That's the whole point. You look like a fuckwit with everyone else. Yeah, it's fucking funny. I want to know if it's harder for people to do that sort of shit down south and stuff now with how strict pubs and clubs oh, and all yeah. that is. Like with actually getting in. Yeah, yeah. So I think like, we're still well, getting away with it now. But I think if you obviously if you had the wrong shoes on or stuff like that back around the CQ region, you probably yeah. would struggle a bit in that. Attribute or whatever the fuck. Yeah, the word can people is. from Brisbane let us know the dress code on just like breweries and pubs and that because we need to see how short we can go with the miniskirt we're going to put 
Cam in for his. I know party. for a fact. I would wear one. I don't give a fuck. But I know for a fact we're getting kicked out if they see a Bucks party down there. Surely. Yeah. Well, we're trying. We're trying first, and then definitely with my little ass flare, and it's tucked up. So yeah, not much ass there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all about the rhythm, mate. Righto, moving on to some news and sports. So this segment is brought to you by the food store Miriamvale. If you're travelling up or down the coast and need a place to stop, the main street of Miriamvale is perfect. Stop in and see Sue, Dave and the team at the food store for all of your needs, whether it be groceries, cigarettes, drinks, a slushy, phone charger or many other essential items. They've got you covered. I think I'm uh, officially the worst UFC tipper in history. Yeah, I'm not far behind you. Or or next one that I do, I just need to not put it on our story. Well, actually, I won't say I'm the worst one. Before I started getting a bit more involved with you again, I was actually going well. Yeah, so I might be the juju, the bad juju. Because, yeah, you were going pretty good for a while there. You were doing your little single ones, eh? And they were yeah, off yeah. Right. <clears throat> there wasn't much I was missing out on. Nah. But that was a great card, wasn't it? That's we went, right. Yeah, we went over to Rowie's place and watched it. Um, so going through it, O'Malley's fight, Sean O'Malley, um, stopped in the second round due to an eye poke, um, disappointing way to finish. Like it seemed to me like O'Malley was just starting to figure his timing out. Obviously I know fuck all. I'm not a fight expert. But that's definitely how it looked. He was trying to, he was finally comfortable. Just looking at it. It just looked like he was starting to see him coming in, starting to throw some well-timed shots, you know, like he does and lands that big bomb, but. You know, who knows? Oh, mate, could have won, but it was, yeah, it was just disappointing to see him not come back from that eye poke. And from what we've seen, it was fuck all of a eye poke. It looked like a, like a face palm sort of. Yeah, it seemed to be fuck all, but I suppose if you're in there and your your eyes fucked because you got poked in the eye, I don't know, it's a, it's a hard one, isn't it? Yeah. You know? But anyway, hopefully, uh, I don't know if they'll make that happen again or whatever, or they'll just, they'll just move, move on, on with it, but... Yeah. Probably a move on thing, eh? It's not like it was hyped up too much, him and I, mate. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I'm still leaving him in the dark a bit, but I'm ready. Yeah, I reckon he's going to be good. I just think they're really um, making sure that he becomes a superstar because he's so um, marketable. That's right. Like, him with the Nelk Boys, full and all them. There's just money written all over him. So I think they're really easing him into the superstardom instead of trying to make him fight fucking one of the top dudes. Yep. You know, like Pierre de Yarn or something like that. that. Yeah, yeah. You know, instead of just making him fight him straight away, which I still reckon that'd be a good fight. Like, I'm keen for them to put O'Malley in there. I want him, I want him to have a title shop soon. Well, because UFC is always – well, I thought they always um, prided themselves on the best fight the best. That's right. You know, and not like boxing where they tiptoe around other people, so come on, let's fucking get him in there. Yeah. Get him to fight one of these top-ranked dudes and actually see where he is, eh? Yep. Yeah, so that was the that was the first fight of the the main card. The next one was actually one of my favourite ones, that Lawler versus Barbarina. Yeah, it was a fucking awesome stink. I thought old oh, Robbie Lawler come out really well. It was yep. um you know nice stand up fight. Um, actually, apart from Volk, my favourite fight of the night, I reckon. Yeah, that um Barbarina won via second round stoppage, and man, I was so impressed by the elbows he was throwing. Yeah, he was just connecting with some great elbows. Really he looks, just looks like a tough blower too. Oh, has a hairdo on. He looks like a Viking or something. Yeah, like yeah. Just fucking got the big mohawk. But yeah, Robbie Lawler. He's just hats off to Robbie. He's he looked fit, fit as fuck. fuck. Yeah, yeah. No, he was really good. Um, the next one after that, so Pereira and Strickland. Pereira with a mm. filthy knockout in round one. 
So yeah. I had Strickland here purely because I obviously didn't do any research on Pereira, but fuck the multi. Yeah, but lining up an exciting fight for Izzy for the title because yeah, this is, he's the only bloke that's fucking um, beaten Izzy, and he's knocked him out twice in the kickboxing days. So. Yeah. It's pretty exciting. Like, surely he has that mentality that he knows he can win. He's done it before. Yeah. You know, so that's actually finally a fight that I'm excited for, Izzy. Like, the last two or three, I haven't really been. Obviously, Whitaker. Yeah. Whitaker, I was, but he hasn't really been in an exciting fight. Yeah. Romero. You know, like. Wasn't at all. That fight we'll get to a bit later, but with Conanier, it sort of went how I thought it was going to. So, yeah, that'll that'll be good, Pereira and Izzy, but. Volk versus Holloway. Volk is the fucking goat. Yeah. Seriously. He, before that fight, I was a bit nervous and I thought the only person in this weight division that could even have a fucking sniff at the Volk is Max Holloway. And I was a bit spewing saying, oh, why the fuck should he even get to fight him again? You know, he's beaten him twice. I'm glad he did now because he has just shut anyone up that had any sort of thing, you know. Yeah. He is the best, mate. And fucking hell, Holloway's got a chin on him. Oh, yeah, shout out to that. Mad respect for him too. Yeah, mate. how about the fucking cut that opened up on Holloway's eyebrow button? Yeah. Like the Grand Canyon. The big cotton buds just disappearing. Oh, and just fingering his eyebrow <laughs> yeah. mid-round. Like, poor. Oh. But um, I think we're going to start calling the Volk the toe ball because yeah. he's got a clean, shiny dome and he just fucking built a snig everyone around the flats. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but it's great. bloody exciting though. Like he was talking after the fight about um moving up a weight class. Yeah. And, you know, wants to wants to not only take the belt off Charles and he said it respectfully too. He's like, I respect everything called you're doing. Out. Yeah. But called him out, said, Look, I want to take like, you know, take that chance and then when I become champion I want to be active in two divisions, which is a thing keep, on its own, eh? Keep two divisions busy. Yeah. Which fucking how good. That's prime. I reckon he's getting good better at speaking too. Yeah, yeah. Like I reckon he'll yeah, another win or two, he'll not go to a McGregor standard, but I reckon he'll definitely maybe throw a bit more Aussie lip more yeah, than he right is, on. which I want to see as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think he's. Uh, I think he's good, man. He's well. How could you even fault that performance? No, like I, he just. There's nothing you can even say apart from fucking well done. Like yep. he was just yep. so good and impressive, man. And love how he's talking about to, to Aussie saying, "Stand up for yourself." Like everyone putting me down, they got nothing to say now when he's yep. fucking on top, you know. Definitely. But yeah, it sort of it sort of left him. Um, he has to go up, really, doesn't he? Yeah. Who now, does he even who's fight? He, it's not in that division. I suppose he could just sit there and and just pick the challenges off, but he wouldn't be making much money. Like they're no. not really going to sell. How many times are you going to go? And still. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, hopefully, fuck, until he finishes fighting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's just, I think it's all about the marketing and selling of the fights as well. And when you know he's just going to dominate them, like you and I buy it every single time he fights. Yeah. But someone who's not a pure Volk fan will just look at that and go, oh, unless there's other fights on that card, he's definitely winning. Yeah. You know? Similar to how, you know, Izzy versus Conanier, even though, and we'll move to that now, even though, you know, he always had a puncher's chance or whatever, I just felt the whole time like if that was the only card as the main event, it wouldn't suck me in because no. I sort of thought, right, oh, is he's just going to, you know, be more technical than him, which yeah. he sort of was. Yeah, yeah. But um, he looked fit, old mate. What was his name again? Conan. Yeah, Conan. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just, and then um, Cerrone, we didn't get to see his last fight, but he's fucking retired. 
Has he? Yep. Oh, he's all done. Yep. He's riding off into the sunset. Literally he's... shooting pistols at balloons and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you guys do that? Next thing for me is movie star. So Yeah, right. Good luck with that, bros. It'll be fucking I reckon it's good to see him in a few movies. He, yeah. He's got that action figure. I know, he'd be able to play the bad guy in like a Western or some shit like that. Yeah, I can see yeah. him in or That's right. Something like that. Hopefully not much talking. Bikey stuff. Or, <laughs> yeah. 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 No, you, do, you could see him in something like that. But, yeah, Izzy did welcome the um, fight with Pereira, though. And, yeah, it'll be an exciting – that one I'll definitely get around. I think it'll be great. They both got that kickboxing, like, background, real technical stand-up fight. There'd definitely be some people excited that were watching from back in those kickboxing days. Yeah, 100%, mate. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it'll be good. Uh, righto. Yeah, so that was that UFC card that we got around. Um, moving on to the State of Origin Game 3. So I'll just go through the squads. So the Blues team, we've got Teddy at fullback, Toto and Tupu in the wings, Burton and Crichton in the centres, Luai Cleary in the halves, Jordan McLean and Jake Travojevic in the front row with Appy at hooker. Uh, Murray and Martin, second row, Isaiah Yo at lock, Cook, Crichton, Paulo, and Talakai on the bench. I thought, uh, and they got Jack White in at 18th man. I thought for me, uh, for them, it was a smart decision sticking with Matt Burton. Like, even though Whiten's available to be picked, I think Burton just played too well in game one to leave out. Um, and the only other thing I'm thinking here is I, sorry, but I have no idea what Jordan McLean is doing in that side. Like, I haven't really watched too much NRL closely, but I didn't even, I honestly didn't even think he was playing NRL for the Cowboys. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Um, like, how he's better than RCG, but anyway, might be wrong. You know, obviously, Freddie knows what he's doing. He's picked something, but yeah, other than that, they've showed a bit of, um, yeah, got a bit of Queensland about him and showed a bit of loyalty to a team that won, sort of thing. So. Yeah, see how it goes. But on the other side, we got Queensland, Ponga, Cobbo, Holmes, Gagai, Chewy Luggy, Munster, Cherry Evans, Lindsay Collins, Ben Hunt, Josh Papali'i, uh, Katewell, Nanai, Tino, Grant, Jai Arrow, Carrigan, and Gilbert. Let's go. Yeah, let's fucking go, boys. A couple of little things. I don't think, like Murray Tui, Tui Luggy, I think he's a great player or whatever, and he's going to be good in the future. But. After that first performance, I just don't think he warranted to keep his spot over Corey Oates. I don't know. Yeah, I just would have had Oatesy in there for the experience, that bit of size, getting a bit of, like taking a run out of the own end sort of shit. Um, that's just my opinion, though. I hope Tui Luggy proves me wrong because I've seen what he can do at Clubland. Uh, the other one w- with me here is so Papali'i. The first two games, we've used him for about fucking 15 minutes. And it's just, if you're going to have him in the side, you've got to use him more. Like, he's been sitting on the bench the whole fucking, the whole first two games for the majority of it, and he's not getting used. I don't know why, but he obviously plays, he has played longer minutes than that before. Um, Nanai getting a start, I think it's good. If you're going to have him in the team, he is a second rower, so hopefully he goes well. And, yeah, Tom Gilbert coming on the bench, hopefully he does a good job. Pretty big, uh, pretty big fan of that bloke. So, yeah, at the Cauldron in Queensland, it's uh, yeah, pretty exciting. See what happens. Right, we got a uh, got a few quotes for you today. So this first one, we uh, plucked it off. Motivating for success off Instagram, and it, it didn't actually have a name on the post, but yeah, I thought it was a pretty good one. Got me a bit fired up anyway. 
No one's coming. No one. No one's coming to push you. No one's coming to tell you to turn the TV off. No one's coming to tell you to get out the door and exercise. Nobody's coming to tell you to apply for that job that you've always dreamt about. Nobody's coming to write the business plan for you. It's up to you. And because you're only ever going to do the things that you feel like doing right now or that feel good right now, unless you understand that you've got to parent yourself, you got to push yourself, you're not going to make your dreams come true. You're just not. I think that one gave me a bit of a, like, you know, yeah. sort of makes you go fucking oath. It, it is so true, I. Yeah, that yeah, that hits me out of hard because I've been in times where I'm like almost thinking I'm having a panic attack, everything's going wrong, or in those negative situations months back, year back. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and I still remember it was I was just sitting in the dozer cab and I'm going, No one's coming to save you, cat. And I just kept repeating that. No one's like you gotta change something. Yeah, yeah. And then people people obviously support me and stuff like that, but no one's coming to change. No one's changing. Like, no one's quitting that job that you're at or lining something up like else. Yeah, yeah, no one's making a change, do a course, do whatever. Yeah. No one's coming to save you. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You can play the victim all you want. So, yeah. Yeah, you've got to change something. And yeah, like when, yeah. So, when, like, we've said a fair few times now, like, if you don't like what you're doing, quit your job, fucking do something. I just want to reiterate something here, like – we're not saying you fucking get a hard time from your boss one day and you quit your job. Yeah. Like, we're saying, and don't just quit your job when you don't have anything to go to either. No. You know, because I don't want to be fucking giving someone advice like, yeah, boys, I fucking just quit the job today. Now I've got nothing. You know, and like. And there's a lot of big um, names, like even Dana, he was a bellboy or whatever, and he walked out and he just started doing what he's doing. Yeah. But, but yeah, you try to have something a, lined but up. But it's a different story if you don't have any responsibilities. Well, that's right. Yeah. If you don't have any responsibilities, Bills. fucking go for it. Yeah. Because and if you're staying with your mum and dad or your young fella like that and you got nothing relying on you, but when you got a family relying on you and you got bills and mortgage and repayments and stuff like that, when like definitely quit your job, but you need to have something ready to go or bettering yourself. In, in your time off, eh, like doing some courses to, to start another job or something like that, you know? But um, but if you are getting to a point where suicide or silly stuff like that's coming into your thoughts, oh, maybe yeah. just, just get it. Yeah, bang. Yeah. That's, that, that's, 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 one, that is one scenario. Yeah, when right, you're right. at an extreme point when you go, I can't do this no matter what financially or whatever, you just need to take a big de- deep breath and try to figure something out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 100%. Eh? Yeah. yeah, fucking oath. For sure. Right. I, this this other one uh, I thought was pretty good as well. And it's about like when you're with your partner. It's uh, Mindset Verse on Insta. Mindset Verse, I think. And Grant Cardone is the bloke talking. My wife, when I got with her, said, Look, I'll do anything for you except one thing. I will not give up on my dream. If I got to surrender my dream, I, I'd rather be alone. Because if I abandon my dream, I'll abandon you. The day we have kids, we cannot blame the kids for not going after our potential and our dreams. And I'm like, look, I'll give you anything. Monogamy, I'll never cheat on you. I'll never jack around on you. I'll I'll take care of you. I'll I'll provide you with a life that you can only dream of. If I got to be less than who I'm meant to be, to be with you, that's powerful. Can't give you that. Yeah, I think that's pretty good, eh? Because I, I, I'm a big believer in, like, shout out to my missus. 
through this whole thing, she's been nothing but supportive and, you know, I think it's so important because imagine how many people have had an idea and to be able to achieve that, they got to go through a risky period where you might have to fork out money, you might have to fucking put in time for nothing, you might have to just do something that everyone else has gone, oh, no one's done that before, why would that work? Yeah. There's a level of risk that you need to trust someone to do and imagine how many people have had that idea but their partner's like, why the fuck do you want to do that or this is bullshit or let them do it but always been nagging them for that first week or two so they give it up. That yeah. would have happened so many times, eh? Yeah. Well, yeah, my partner, for instance, I'm one with 101 ideas and I don't want to put words in her mouth but she's probably the bloke that's happy. Oh, chick that's, <laughs> the yeah. chick that's happy with someone that might stay in a job for 30 years um, and just routine and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, she supported me and everything I've wanted to do and try. Yeah. So, yeah, it's always, it's always, always good, good to have right? a partner that supports you. Yeah, fucking nice. And be that partner as well. Even when the you know? ideas are crazy as anything. And go, oh, see what happens. Yeah. And I suppose you can talk to them about it. That's all about, like, being up front with each other. But I That's think right. if they are keen to do something, like, you know, Beckstone. And support their dreams too if they yeah. – yeah. If they've got aspirations to do stuff, just support each other. Yep. Yeah. No, I just think that was a pretty good one. And, yeah, this uh, there's one more here to finish it off. This one is from um, the Tired Dad on Insta, and it's the secrets to the universe. So I read once that kids are born knowing all the secrets to the universe, but before they can tell them to you, they forget them. So I asked my three-year-old son one day, I said, son, what's the secret to happiness? And he leans in close to him and he whispers, I can't tell you, it's a secret. So this goes on for about six months, me asking him every single day, son, what's the secret to happiness? I can't tell you, it's a secret. So his fourth birthday is getting pretty close and the day after he turns four, I ask him again, I said, son, what's the secret to happiness? He says, I don't remember, daddy, I forgot. Do you know what it is? And I panicked. And so I said, the first thing that came to mind, I said, it's you and it's your sister, and it's your mom, and it's spending time with those you love the most. And he leans in real close, and he wraps his arms around me and whispers in my ear. He says, see, Daddy, I knew you figured it out. Now, with that one, like, I reckon if I asked my three-year-old what the secret to happiness is, he'd look at me like I was talking Chinese. Yeah. But I think the, the moral lost of that... It again. Yeah. What? <laughs> but I think the moral of that, like the, the purpose behind it's unreal and makes you feel good as in like if all shit's hit the fan and you are if you and you get to be at home with your, you know, your missus and kids and just yeah. cherish those couple of moments, it's so important to embrace, you know, embrace that. And I think I've really, since I've been sort of getting into this sort of stuff and, you know, watching these things on there, it's really given me a purpose in like when, it, when I'm at home, like for instance – you know, this day's off. We were we had a fair bit on Saturday, like the whole day Saturday we were on. Then we were watching UFC, and I didn't get home till sort of late that night. But then, um, you know, Monday we we're up doing a few things, and there was just a couple of times there where I got to spend the day with the kids or the second half of the day, and it was just me and the kids. Yeah. And just those times that I just always remember now to appreciate when I'm there. I'm like, how fucking good's this? Like I've got the whole yeah, day. Yeah, val- value the moment. Exactly. Live in the present. You know, before they're at school and that all the time and stuff like that, it was pretty yeah, it's pretty important to value it. I definitely am in a point where I'm definitely a lot happier in my own life. Yeah. And I think I'm yeah, a partner and that starting to see that 
home every night, got a bit of a fuck you attitude, I'll make it work sort of now where I was just constantly stressed that I had to stay in good with a certain job or that person or that, still be respectful. But there's oh, plenty of things that I'm just, I think I'm at, well, you don't want to be cocky, but you feel like I'm at a dangerous level now while I'm going, I'm pretty sure I'll be right. Yeah. No, like, that's like, right. Yeah, it sounds a bit cocky, but I'm like, I'll sort something out now. Yeah, it'll be all I've sweet. done it. I've, like, let's say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But yeah, I've done, we've done both been in this situation. We've done enough shit in the past <laughs> and put up with enough shit from all walks of life. Yeah, different jobs and shit. And that now at 28 years old, bring it on. Yeah, yeah, no, that's exactly right. Yeah. We're right. Exactly. No, it's a good, it's a good mindset to have. And it's good that you found that too, because. Like, it's a perfect example of us being similar but being two different people, eh? Like, as in, for me, the working away things work and that. But for you, being at home every night works better for you. You, Like, it's just fucking – and it's always going to be different for your, um, you know, person. And you're not going to know unless you do try these things out. No, exactly. That's what I mean. We've both been to a few different minds, whether we chose to or not, over the last few years and – done different things and that sort of stuff. And, you know, I think it's just important, like we say about it all the time, if you're not happy in your job, actively look to change it. Because yep. if you've been there for fucking years and you and there's no way out and you're just hating it, then what's the point in just constantly putting up with it, eh? Yeah. Like you said, sitting in that dozer just going, no one's coming. No one's coming to fucking, yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah that's probably two quotes I'd put on a shirt. No one's coming to save you. And I'm not a fitness freak, but I like this one. Train so you're ready for anything. Yeah. That's so how yeah. goes that? Like, if you could live to that, that'd be pretty cool. Hey, ten foot wave today. I'm fit enough to just paddle out. Let's have a beer and paddle out. Yeah, that'd be right. Eh? Yeah, I'll, I'll go do a triathlon. Yeah. I'll box this bloke at the tradie wars. Like you're actually like you're a fit athlete sort of. Bloke. Yeah, ready to sort of do anything. Yeah, train so you're ready for yeah. anything. Ah, for sure, that would be pretty cool. One day to be like that. <laughs> That's a big yeah. I just That's fucking hats hours off to, of training. Hats off to everyone. Like I feel I'm mentally strong, but fucking I need a lot of work when it comes to um making myself go and do shit. Like shit at everyone. Discipline, yeah. yeah. Dis- yeah. Physic not discipline, like I'm disciplined Mental. with a lot of things mentally, yeah. but yeah. physically like going like I'll fucking not eat until I have me shake and then dinner for the whole month. Piece yeah. of piss, I've no doubt about it. But when it comes to the blokes who get out of bed every morning, go to the gym, work out, run, fucking all that, that's a different kettle of fish, man. Like that's hats off to you guys. Yeah. That's fucking, yeah. And I think blokes almost have to do that sometimes because that gets rid of their head noise. That's their way out. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, a lot of people's escape is gym and working out and stuff, eh? Yeah. Saying that, it's hard living out on the farm where I am at the moment. It's been raining literally nonstop. Not yeah. non-stop, but how fucking many days off you reckon I've had when it's been just good weather? Yeah, and lately she's always like, and But in saying that, there's fucking gyms out at camp and shit, and it's just excuses at the end of the day. But, I mean, someone like me, how I don't find it easy to do it anyway. Yeah. Having that extra thing on there is just a, like even harder for me to get going, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, really, it's all just excuses. I think when you find a hobby and it's like you did footy, you obviously. It. yeah. And I was talking to a few people about some new hobbies and might even have them on as guests and we'll talk about that sort of stuff. And it's going, oh, I'm going to actually have to get half fit if I want to be any good at this. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like spearfishing and shit like that, Oh, isn't that's it? right. Dive training. Like you can't just go out. The idea of shooting a fish with a gun sounds awesome, but 
to actually be good at it and stay under there for a certain amount that, of time. That's right. Yeah. That's just one example, though, eh? Yeah. Like all that sort of stuff. Oh, that's good, man. I think we should uh, move on to a bit of fun stuff. Yeah. So we've had um, we've had a fair few people actually message in a couple of um, nicknames. So, But this one is a number plate nickname combo from uh, Ryan. <clears throat> so he said... I got a bit of a double whammy for you blokes with a cracker of a number plate which turned into a fucking mint nickname. So there's this bloke at work who has this bright spark idea he wants a project car. He started looking around and found a little Datsun 1200 which he bought from some Uslebo in Sydney. (laughs) (laughs) So he brings the car home and and his missus comes out and looks at the number plate and carries on a treat. The number plate on it was uh, V-I-O... 1-8-R, and that's fucking Violator. The Violator. <laughs> the bloke had ideas of using this car for his daughter's year 10 formula and everything. He quickly changed the number plate, but after telling us his story <laughs> to all us cunts at work, you can guess what his nickname now is, the fucking Violator. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. You probably don't know the motor, but yeah, I think he, people throw rotaries and stuff oh, like okay. that. Yeah. Righto. I'll so they're good, yeah, fair bit of. Good little car to um, drag and stuff like that. To work on sort of thing. Do up. Yeah. Do up, is that what yeah. you say? Yeah. This one is a fucking ripper. So this is from Michael. He said, there's this one fella in my work who's got alopecia. So he has like a few tufts of hair dotted around his head, but on the whole, he's mostly bald. They call him the drop lollipop. <laughs> <laughs> Straight pube hanging off the side of it. Fucking mate, I was when I heard that, I fucking near dropped. Day, eh? I was thinking about like, you know, the chupper chups. Yeah, like yeah. if you just sucked that and dropped it on the carpet and picked it back up and oh, just seen a bit of fluff around the joint back in the day. Yeah, yeah, but fucking that made me laugh. Um, Castor goes also got a yarn for you. About ten years ago, I was staying at Dysart Mac Camp. This lad went out on the piss up the old Jolly Collier Hotel trying to pull a route. Had no luck, so went back to camp in the early hours and decided to give himself a crank instead. Well, he's done his nut and passed out in the bed. The cleaners have come through early morning to find him dick in hand, out cold. The boys named him the shipwreck sailor. (laughs) One hand on the mast and dead semen everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, fucking hell. How fucking good's that one? Oh, man. And there's one, uh, it's actually a quick one here. Um, from Bryce, he said, on the topic of nicknames at work, we had a few fucking apprentices that got called Dad, D-A-D, dumb as dog shit. Nice. I think that's a pretty standard one, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. There's, uh, there's actually one more here. Jeff's, Jeff sent us through a boat crash thing. It's actually in my photos here. I'll go and have a look. But he said, it actually comes with a thing I want to talk about after. He said, so here's, a, here's the boat wreck story. <clears throat> I'm having a sickie going to check the pots and some low-life cunt has thrown an inner spring mattress into the Mary River. So I've ploughed into this thing at 55 kilometres an hour because um, it was just under the surface. Full noise to dead stop in fuck all distance. Slammed me into the eskies up the front of me 420 Renegade. Got up, dusted myself off and spent the, ne- <laughs> the next hour cutting the guts of my mattress out of me prop. Oh, Complete new sure. leg of insurance. Actually have a go at it. Look at that. Look at all the wire around. So we've got a couple of pictures here, and there is just a whole wow. wire mixed around Where it. Where was bud. it? Where best was he? Um, the Mary River. The Murray? Or the Mary. Mary. Yeah, I think Mary, it's yeah. Mary. Yeah. 
The Murray River. You'll say with all these floods going on over Australia, don't know what's washing into. A... Yeah, yeah, that's but some, right. probably some grubs just done it because the dump. Well, dump of fees. What was it? Thirty bucks I well, paid the is, other week. This is what I wanted to get to. So there's two grubs in this story. The, obviously, the person who dumped the mattress in the fucking river, like that's a dog act. But I think government. it's an absolute carry on that you have to pay so much to dump a mattress yeah. at a dump. Like where you take things when they are no longer any good, and you have to pay for it. And there's a no wonder why fuckers dump things all over yeah. the sides of the roads, out the bush and shit. So in that situation, they want you to burn it or separate the material from the metal and then it's free to dump. Yeah. It's like, well, nah. That's the, the That's whole convenience. project in its own. Exactly. So, yeah, pull your heads in, government. Cause the, and that's why that's why that mattress would have been dumped in the fucking water. Yeah. You know, not that that's the right thing to do, but you can guarantee if that was free to dump, he would have took it to the dump. Yeah. Wouldn't he? Yeah. Or her, that's you know. Right. Yeah. Not assuming gender here. No, no, that's right. But, uh, yeah. Mate, before we get to these carry-ons, you got one from the, one from the girls, Oh, yeah, you? the girls have um, got a bit of a thing for us and the girl listeners. So... We want your thoughts on this in the comments or the carry-on line next week. This is the yarn from the girls. Is it play on for a girl to use a vibrator on the first encounter and do males feel less alpha when the vibrator comes out? My opinion is, it was actually on TikTok, is growing up is realising it's your teammate, not your fucking enemy. (laughs) And um, on a first date, probably a bit full on for me, but... That shows a lot of confidence, pulling it out, because obviously she comes from stimulation, not penetration, and she's pretty confident she's not going to come. But, um, yeah, I reckon play on. I reckon I reckon carry on for the first go. I reckon if you're, if you're meeting a chick and, like, you're just getting with him, the first route you have, I reckon just see how you go, you know? Yeah, like they see, should be. See how I perform. See how you perform, see how it all feels. Who knows? That person might be able to get you off. You know, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. and then after that you can say, Hey, look, I don't get off by by this or whatever. I only get off by, you know, clitoral stimulation, not yeah. penetration. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, this is how I go. And then you'd be like, Yeah, play on. But I could just imagine you just planting away, think you're doing a good job, and here comes the yeah, yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. Oh right, eh? Yeah, yeah. fucking <laughs> no good. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But I suppose if you were talking, it's a different story too. And that's right. If you're talking, because not how how often nowadays do you actually the sparks are flying? If it's a yeah. one night stand or something from the club or yeah, um, that's right. Races or wherever you are, yeah. that's right. You're normally in the moment. I suppose if you're talking to someone for long enough before you're room nowadays, you're talking game about plan all that shit or anyway. game plan or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. All I think I'm just picturing the first time you going right. I'm going to really put in a performance here, and then the old vibrator come Thank out. You. I reckon a little it would bit dull of you, you a, bit. a little bit of you'd think fucking right. Eh? Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, tell us what you think. Yeah. That'd be that'd be. It's actually it'd be interesting to hear from the fucking from everyone there. That's Girls right from both sides. Yeah. Happening. But yeah, and the trans, or- yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on themselves, <laughs> stay out of yourself. <laughs> they could get in themselves anyway. It's fucking. <laughs> moving on, Let's man. move the fuck on. Move on. I think we're actually onto the carry-ons. All right. Oh, before we get to them, mate, we both mentioned this before the show to each other. The potholes on the Bruce Highway at the moment, shocking. Wow. I drove here today 
So from Miriamvale to Calliope was a fucking joke. There was that many big potholes. Like it's nearly at the point where it's fucking – if someone does their tyre or something on that, it should just be fucking free, but because how can you have a road in that poorer condition? Yeah, it's been – It's bad. I wonder how long it's going for because – all the truckies that know, shout out, boys, how the roads are down the coast because at the moment I at least know from fucking Miriamvale to Gladstone is an absolute carry-on. Oh, surely it's shocking down south um, after all those floods and stuff. Yeah. They have got better roads down there, but fucking well, we get it. left out. Mate, all the big cities get all the fucking upgrades because that's the where the votes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's a joke. We're on to you. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, boys, with the, with the carry-ons too, Make sure, like, a lot of yous are, but use a alias, like, when you're starting your carry-on call so we can give you the credit in the highlights. Like, if you if you make the cut, it's good to be able to go, yeah, fucking such and such with this call in. I like giving you boys the credit on, you know, on TikTok yeah. or on Insta or whatever because some of them have been fucking rippers. So, yeah, give yourself a funny alias or something like that. Or if you want to use your name, go for it. But, um, yeah, and a lot of them... A lot of the long-winded ones, I think a couple of them got put to next week and stuff. Like we said, we've had probably had over 50 this week to try and nut down to 25. So, yep. yeah, shout out for everyone who's uh, who's been ringing in. It's a fucking funny part of the show. Righto. Let's, uh, let's kick her in the nuts, eh? Let's go. G'day, lads. Got a quick carry-on for those. Those boys that run footy shorts without jocks. Mate, there is nothing worse than sitting in the boat with someone half full of piss <laughs> with their jets and crackers hanging out in all their glory. <laughs> no one wants that. No one wants to have a Mexican standoff with your jets or door, mate. Anyway, be good, boys. If you can't be good, be good at it. Hey, Root. Yeah, I think... Carry on. I think, I think if you're out and about around the flat... It's all right in your own shed and you're ginning around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're like in a boat, you're sitting like for a lot That's of right. that. You're trip, the driver right? and he's getting the pots ready and he's at all <laughs> angles. <laughs> Tins are flowing. You've seen that thing. Yeah, you got an agate on one side and a dick on the other of the fucking. Oh, and it's fence. at all angles dropped out. Yeah, yeah. Come on, lads. Look, look, look for your, look out for your mates. Yeah, yeah. Manscaped. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Alpha bikes at checkout. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, boys, Bull here from South Queensland. Oh. Uh, just been listening to a few of your potties. Anyway, thought I'd ring up. I've got a bit of a question at the end of this. Anyway, a bit of a story. Um, was working over at East Queensland there, around Brisbane there, on a chicken farm. We weren't actually fucking the chickens. We were just growing them. Um, <laughs> but anyways, on my days off, I used to get two days off every couple of weeks. Used to head west there and go and catch up with a few mates and get on the piss. Um, we had a bit of a wild night there on the piss and... Um, Things got a bit out of hand. Uh, we're at another bloke's house and he'd been smashing the old uh, devil's lettuce. <laughs> he um, he took the took his missus to the bedroom there and we knew what was going on. No worries, no dramas, let him be. And uh, he comes back out in a hurry in his jocks and we're sort of wondering what's going on. And he, he goes, well, she's going to let me do anal, but I've, I've got no lube. So we, uh, we sort of looked a bit flustered and he goes to the fridge. And, I mean, he opens the fridge and goes, what can I use? But before anyone could say anything, he grabs a jar of Vegemite and runs to the bedroom. Now, I'm not, you know, I'm, I, don't, I don't know what, what you would normally pick. Myself, I would not go to the, to the fridge, but I thought out of everything, maybe 
maybe a jar of butter or even a can of canola spray from the cupboard. But yeah. I just want to know what you boys would use if it was a spare of the moment thing. Anyway, cheers. What's wrong with a bit of spit? Yeah, if you had to, I eh? work up a bit of spit. If you're as dry as an Arabs. <laughs> yeah. I've got two I things. I think I'd be going to the bathroom or something. Shampoo, conditioner, I've I got two things spray. out. Yeah. I got two things out of that that I just couldn't I couldn't go past. One, what's Vegemite doing in the fridge? Yeah, let's play on. That should be in the cupboard. Like for me anyway, I'm like, fuck, that's weird. Oh, I have it in the fridge. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, there you go. There's another one there. I'd yeah. Um but the other one is surely he didn't spread that on a freckle. He he would have got bogged in there. Surely. I couldn't think of that. You I'd... think if you have a good gulp of Vegemite it stings, not almost stings. It's strong. Yeah, man. Surely there's a burn sensation. That burn your freckle, hitting the fucking dirt track. Yeah, it would, mate. And you'd, ne- I reckon, it'd near hinder you. It wouldn't help you. And like, you it's you- proper boggy. And, and if there's a blowout, you don't know which is shit and which is fucking heck. Just blame the Vegemite. Yeah, yeah. Can you get back to us if you actually? But that's went an Aussie way that. to do it, I guess. Yeah, well, there's nothing more Australian than that. I've been on some fucked up. Things and groups and chaps and stuff like that. Anything's possible these days. Yeah, that's right. So there you go. That but doesn't surprise me. Canola, can you imagine using a spray can of canola oil? Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking. <laughs> There'd probably be worse things to use, but yeah, go the spit. Spit would have been over Vegemite. That's right. Surely. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Shout out to Vegemite. <laughs> there we go. G'day, Transetters. Fucking two weeks in, mate. Watched it from the. I listened to it from the very start. Oh, I just had this bloke the other day. Fuck it is a carry on. He was fucking chafing up and carrying on and this and that. And I said, oh, yeah. And he goes, oh, fuck from 3B, it'd be the go. And I said, all right, I've got some here. You can have it. He had the fucking audacity to fucking put a bit on his hands and then fucking rub his fucking nuts with it. And then put his hand back in the fucking tub. Oh, no. And then fucking goes back in again. Oh. I said, you can fucking jam that tub of cream up your ass. Anyway, <laughs> boys, let me know if it's carry on or Fucking oath, that's a carry on. That is that's double a... dip in the dot cream, mate. That's grub. I'd be freaking out if it was even on a foot. That's fucked. A bit of tinnier. That? Oh. I wonder if he was like looking at him in the eyes as he was like Stroking. just grabbed a dollop out, rubbed his sack, and just went back in for second dip. Yeah, that's fucked. At least he did it in front of him. He, imagine if he said, "I oh, was going to the bathroom." Oh, handed it back. At least he's doing I suppose his... at least he knows. That's right. Oh, he's <laughs> double dipping food, but I don't think he meant double dip the cream. Yeah, boys. double dip the chip. Don't double dip the dut cream. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fucking funny. There you go. Double dip. Move! I'm <laughs> fucking over it. I go to Bunnings with my fucking trailer on. How's this for a fucking carry-on? And you go to park in the trailer <laughs> section, and there's a fucking Toyota Yaris parked there. I feel like putting the cunt on my fucking 6 4 and towing the cunt to the dump. There's 47,000 fucking parks at Bunnings, yet this little sawed-off cunt in a fucking Mr. Beanmobile thinks it's all right to park in the fucking tradies trailer park. That's a fucking carry-on, and I'm fucking sick of it. <laughs> I'm with you there, mate. Yeah, fucking oath. Have you ever been grub like that at the, at the car park? <laughs> 
at Bunnings. They do oh. they do a similar thing at the boat ramp and shit. Like down at um I hate motorbikes when you think there's a park coming up oh. in a built up area and next minute there's a dirty old CBR two fifty or something sitting there. Mm. Or I'm like, you the... used to be parking horizontal all the years and you'd fit five or six in. Yeah, you grubs. Or down at Agnes the other day, um the boat ramp down there, there was a couple of cars parked in the just the boat ramp. Uh, yeah. Like a trailer park thing, and it's just like fuck off, yeah. you grubs. That's fucking funny though. Eh? <laughs> yeah, it's parked in there. It was a small car too. Just oh grubbed. yeah, but it just felt like fucking just sniggity. <laughs> oh, moving on. That was brilliant. Tommy Cambodian. It's Randy Foot Long again, the biggest <laughs> dick in Warwick. Yeah. I just listened to you about your vasectomy. Uh, topic, lads. I've had the old nut cut, and I can tell you one thing. My missus, she still has to chew before she swallows. Doesn't fucking mean anything, mate. That's how high my sperm count is. Fucking hell. Anyway, upper boys, on ya. Oh, so it doesn't oh, cough. Randy. The yeah. big chew before the swallow. <laughs> Must be thick. Heck, boy. Biggest dick in Warwick. <laughs> I like it. Oh. He's got some lingo on him. Ah, oh, Randy, he's a fucking good man, isn't he? Fucking okay. He's, uh, geez, he's, he's taking the bandit over at the moment. Bandit's been a bit slack. Randy's just fucking a bit quiet up the... in the NT. Yeah, that's right. We'll have to get on the blower a bit more up there, bandit. Yeah. Pull your finger out. <laughs> oh, thanks, Randy. That was brilliant, mate. We got Fucking problem, boys, and it needs to be fucking talked about, right? <laughs> fucking bike riders, get off the McFucking McRoad, right? Now, I'm all well and good if some cunt's heading to work and he's fucking, that's fine, right? That is fine. But these lycra-wearing fucks that fucking want to sit as close to the fucking road as possible and then scream and carry on about, give me 1.5 metres. Get fucked, right? If it's between knocking down some lycra-wearing prick or fucking getting smushed by a goddamn fucking 18-wheel, 50-ton steel monstrosity fucking Kenworth going 100 clicks an hour the opposite fucking direction, that bike rider is hitting the fucking bitumen. I've had enough. It's fucking dumb. Get fucked. You know, yeah. it, it, it almost catches you off guard because I've had a few close calls even in the car. And your heart actually drops because you're like, fuck, you're going to fuck my life up, cunt, too. I'm going to go for manslaughter. Yeah. Like, I, I, yeah, I, just, should be, I, know, I should understand be. it's a thing now, you know. Like, people are out there doing it and they're starting to put in the bike lanes and all that sort of shit. What really boils my piss is seeing one just avoid the bike lane completely and still ride on the road thinking that they're all good. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I know they can't come back all the time. They go, oh, you don't own the roads. No, I can't, but I pay Rego, so move the fuck over. Yeah. You know, you're not paying Rego on that bike to be on the road, so why the fuck should you get the same rights as a car now? Move the fuck over. We've been pretty good here in CQ lately because the amount of potholes is stopping them before we are. Yeah. Well, the it's... (laughs) It's, um, you know, and it's one of those things that you go, why were roads designed? It wasn't for a fucking bicycle. I'll tell you that much. No, a path is. Yeah. And, lo- and like he was saying there, man, like exactly the same thing. If you come around like a turn or something like that and you've got some pace about you and there is a fucking oversized vehicle there that is taking up that whole lane, you can just fucking bring your book out, show me whatever law you want, you're getting skittled. 
if it comes to either the truck or the bike. Yeah. You know, pool noodle or not, out the side of you. Yeah. It's just, it's fucking dangerous, man. And you see those big groups of them, holy bastards. The Peloton. Yeah, mate, the Peloton. Um, Yeah. It's the fucking bunch of grubs. Anyway, fuck cyclists. Yeah, fuck cyclists. Pretty much. (laughs) Moving on. Hey, boys, it's Big Red from down in the old Dad Kisses Territory. Uh, how good were old New South Wales over in Perth, eh? No, I don't mean to. I think we had the ref on our side. But anyway, I'm not real confident about going through. That'll make you feel a bit better about yourselves. I don't know what everyone's carrying on about down here. Uh, I've got a little joke for you. So I, hope, I hope people haven't heard it before. Um, so these three blokes, they decide they're going on a little bloke strip. They're going to go snow skiing. Anyway, they go in the middle of the school holidays because they're not real cluey. They go to the reception at this snow skin resort. Yeah, boys, down in cabin, 108. Yep, happy days. They ponder down there, open the door. But there's an issue. There's only one bed. She's she's a queen bed, but, you know, three big boys. And they say, oh, well, she's going to get cold tonight, lads. We We better bunk up. Anyway, lights out. They've all bunked up. Two in the morning, the bloke on the left side of the bed nudges the other two and says, boys, wake up, wake up. And he turns the lamp on and says, I don't want you to call me gay, but I've got a big old erection and I had a dream that I was getting stroked by a Norwegian sheila. <laughs> and the bloke on the right-hand side says, oh, yeah, I just had a dream I was getting a good polish from a from a Swedish sheila. And the bloke in the middle says, fuck this, I'm sleeping on the floor because I had a dream I was skiing. <laughs> <laughs> if you get it, have a laugh. All right, good on you, lads. Go New South Wales. <laughs> That's oh, a beauty. That is prime. That was a fucking goodie, eh? Oh, fuck. Fuck, that's funny. It's, oh, wow. Yeah, we've always talked. Yeah, there's always a joke about the skiing. Yeah. Every time you get into work, you know. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah, in the middle. Yeah, oh, let's go skiing, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> you, could sort of, you could sort of see where that was going, and you're like, oh, I hope this goes where I think it yeah, is. Yeah, but yeah. No, it was well executed there, Russ. Um, I haven't heard it said out like that before. That's prime. No, there's a bit of bit of New South Wales lingo there. He was uh, he was easing into it though. He wasn't he wasn't giving us much lip. Oh. See if there's any more of them. They'll be they were pretty quiet in the last group of carry ons, but I think some of them have uh, ventured over into this one. So yeah, it's coming it. up. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. No, those Tassie correspondents. Right. Hear about Paddy the Irishman? Oh, Paddy got done drink driving one too many times. Old Paddy taking jail. Old Gar's taking to the jail there, and she looks like she's full, Paddy. Gonna have to send you down to old Bubba. <laughs> Takes him down to that cell with old Bubba. Old Bubba, big, big black man. Locks him in the cell there, and Bubba gets this great big black cock out. This great big thing. Bubba smacks on the hand basin there, shatters the hand basin. Walks up to it all there. It's taught with it. Shatters the toilet there. Walks up the front of the cell there. Runs it across every single bar there. Bends them all. Turns around the patty. Right. Now I'm going to fuck you with it. They said, thanks for that. But you're going to hit me with it. (laughs) All right, boys. Say to yourself. 
Take a typical That's Irish man. I love it. It's good. That's a good eye. Like, you're going to hit me with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a couple of back to back That's beauties, a great man. little cue, is it there? Fucking oh, eye. That was good. Cheers, mate. Bit of ta- another Tassie boy. Yeah. There you go. Right. Yeah, g'day, boys. Big Mac here from the uh, Glitter Strip GC. Um, haven't been listening to you for too long, but, mate, love the potty. Keep it up. Um, just wanted to call with a bit of a carry-on. Um, you know, it's an absolute fucking carry-on. When you're on a flight, and, I, you know, I travel a bit for work, and you're on a flight, and then every person, as soon as the, the plane taxis up to the, you know, to the gate or whatever, every cunt on board decides to fucking stand up like you've got somewhere to be. Yeah. Mate. You've got to yeah, wait uh, at least fucking 10 minutes for the cunts to unpack the joint before you can even go anywhere. Like people are getting their bags out and bloody crushing their necks underneath the, the, the bag seats and whatnot. Mate, just fucking sit down and relax. It's an absolute carry-on. I don't know. I sit there all the time with my headphones in half the time, sitting up the back of some plane, fucking God knows wherever I'm going, and I just think, what the fuck are you lot doing? Anyway, such a fucking carry-on. It just blows my mind sometimes. Anyway, keep it up, boys. Love your work. What you preach is absolutely golden. I think uh, not enough gets said about uh, men's health and some of the things that uh, don't necessarily make it to the big ticket items of the big news. So, boys, chins up. Stay well. Be soon. Love you, boys. River. Cheers, mate. Thanks for that. Um, yeah, I get yeah. trauma, mate. It is fucking – and do you know what the worst part is about that? If you're on that the aisle, of the flight. Yeah, but if you're on the window, it's all good. You just sit back and have a laugh. If you're on the aisle and you got a turbo next to you, yeah, and yeah. they're trying to get out, and you're just sort of sitting there going, "Dude, can you just sit the fuck down?" But yeah, you know. And then you sort of got to get a move on because everyone behind you is doing the fucking same thing, beat a turbo. Yeah, I just. And then you're like, it. if I don't get out now, I'm gonna have to wait for the whole line. It's just funny though. I just I'm the same as oh mate, here. I just sit it like I don't fly very often. I'll just sit yeah. there. But I've got a fucking exact story of this exact scenario just to how people operate. The other day, like when I had that fucking day off with a concrete saw, I, um, mm. yeah, I, I went down because I didn't eat brekkie that morning because I was having a bit of a sleep and I went down as soon as the mess opened at 3 o'clock. So I went down there. It was about 2.55 and I saw a couple of people at the door, like right at the door, like could breathe fog on the door and draw on it, <laughs> sort of close to the door. Because it wasn't open yet. And I'm like, oh, too easy. I, I, there was a bench probably fucking 30 metres away from the door. I just went and sat on the bench. You should have seen in five minutes the people at this door, like huddled at it like a fucking bees on Steve-O's nuts on Jackass. <laughs> yeah. There was probably me <clears throat> and two others, <clears throat> excuse me, that were um sitting sitting away like I was, just waiting. Yep. Because I'm going – Look at these fucking idiots. There's two lines once you go in there. It's going to take you fucking five minutes to get your food. I just sat there. The doors open. They all rushed in like fuck asses. And I just slowly walked in there behind them, lined up. It took like a two minutes, same as everyone else. And it's the same thing as that, like just chill out. Yeah. I don't get it. It's just that rush, eh? With that food, it's always going to be a carry-on. With piss, that's play on. Yeah, yeah. Get the fuck in there. Get your drinks. Well, it's a different story, I suppose, with the food. Like, if you know something's coming and only the first certain amount of people get this or only first, but it's just the old slop, Bay Marie. Yeah, yeah. you're going to be lined up again for you tomorrow. Yeah. 
it's just, you know, same sort of, that's the same sort of mentality as that, you know, the plane thing. Just fucking relax, I. (laughs) (laughs) No, thanks for the support too there, bro. Moving on, eh? Boys, so uh, Legend Lecky here. I'm currently fucking halfway through a 30 box on Friday night. Anyway, fucking thanks, Tommy, for the fucking nickname, mate. I might use that from now on. Yeah, I don't Anyway, I've got a fucking little story about a label that I got on a footy trip. We uh, went down to Melbourne. There was a fucking five-hour guy from where we were, and we drank piss the whole fucking way, and I was rolling fucking drunk by the time we got there. My fucking legs were jelly. I was stumbling all over the joint. You know, at this fucking club, this Sheila comes up. She goes, I'm fucking you tonight. And I said, great. Let's <laughs> fucking go. Anyway, he jumped in his fucking taxi and straight to her place. And the whole time there, I'm trying to work up, trying to get a fucking horn so I can plow this woman. Anyway, fucking wasn't happening. Get there, fuck it. Threw her on the bed, pulled the pants, and I went down and I started eating that like a fucking Ethiopian eats a fucking buffet. <laughs> anyway, I must have sobered up while I was down there for a few minutes and I fucking looked up and she was fucking horrendous. <laughs> like, she doesn't even hit a zero on the fucking one to ten scale. And anyway, I jumped up and I was fucking legged it out the door while that on with my pants. Anyway, fucking told the boys a story and they just turned and fucking laughed. They said, your fucking name is Lickety Split for this one, Ken. <laughs> and I licked and I fucking split. <laughs> anyway, stay out of yourselves, legends. Heck, Lickety Split. How good is that? Yeah. Jeez, he must have been. She must have been. Like no. He must have been proper blinder than a welder's dog. To not taste to the not, voltage. No, but not to not even know how fuck she was until mm. it mu- she must have been a bit wild down there because it sobered him up. <laughs> <laughs> bit of a chew. <laughs> sobered him up. He's looked up and just piss bolted. Imagine if she would have been feeling. Oh. Oh. That is so funny, but hey, lickety split. Lickety split. <laughs> They're the best nicknames. One that comes from stories like, like that. That's right. That is prom. Liggity. The legend Liggity. There we go. Okay, boys. Uh, Macker here from fucking Southwest WA. Um, yeah, he's got a bit of a fucking yarn carry on for you. Fucking, oh, no, probably a dozen years ago now. Fucking working up in the, in the territory, Queensland border there. On a cattle station, um, anyway, down the road a bit, there was a there's a black fella camp. There's yeah, probably six or seven hundred people live there. Really good people, fucking yeah, got along with them well. A lot of them worked for us, and yeah, they were, they were good people. But anyway, them them blokes they 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 fucking love their dogs, eh? You know they fucking I think we worked it out. There was about six or seven dogs per house there, and and you know they they all looked after their dogs as best they could, I suppose. But anyway. Anyway, one morning, we are fucking going to work and um, used to go and pick them up in the morning. Sun was coming up. It was a fucking beautiful morning. Anyway, we can pull around, the, poke around this corner pretty steady. And anyway, there, standing in the middle of the road, 
was the biggest fucking snag dog that you have ever fucking seen, mate. He had a fucking barrel on him, like two fucking kegs welded together. He had his front legs turned out with a couple of big fucking lion paws hanging off the bottom of him. He was a fucking monster, and he had a fucking prodder on him like a fucking single-time ripper hanging down off a fucking D11, mate. He was a fucking beauty. Anyway, the fucking big, big, we called him King Snag, and the cunt didn't get out of the way. He just strutted around the fucking camp there, doing what the fuck he liked, wandering around, and asked the boys that work for us, where did he come from? No one seemed to know. No one knew where this big fucking snagger dog had come from. And Anyway, so we used to go down there a bit, we used to buy durries and that, we're going out to camp and fucking buy some tobacco or whatever and a few stores, and oh, it would see him down there from time to time. Anyway... Three or four months later, a few pups and that starting to get born around the community. And anyway, these fucking pups, mate, they all had a bit of that fucking snag dog in them, mate. There was fucking Great Dane cross Bull Arab cross Cattle Dog Jack Russell, and all the cunts looked like they'd been fucking stretched. They had fucking been pulled on the ears and the tail the whole fucking all along. Anyway, we the big snag dog, mate, he'd been fucking spreading his genetics solid through this blackfella camp. Um, there was dogs everywhere that fucking had a bit of snag in them. And we asked the boys, whatever, whatever, what happened to snag? And he just vanished, they reckon. They'd never, never turned up, was fucking gone. No one knew where he'd gone, where he, no one even knew where the cunt come from, to be honest with you. But anyway, so that's me fucking carry on to the cunt that thought it would be fucking real funny to drop a big king snag off at the fucking local community. And just to improve the local genetics, mate, you did a cunt of a job. Anyway, cheers, mate. Catch ya. How good is that? The king snag. The big king snag. That's funny, eh, that every dog just got like the old stretch limo. Mm. It's like the same breed, bit smaller and bit longer. I like that. The cock like a ripper for D11. Yeah. <laughs> You sound a bit like King Rodney Snag. Reed's fucking stepson or something. Yeah. <laughs> Can tell a yarn, that bloke. It's a good yarn. Fucking ace. Yeah. But that's fucking funny, eh, King Snag? Because I, like, actually, shout out to one of the boys. Sorry, I fucking can't remember your name, but he sent us a um, video through of his um of his dog. It was a Great Dane cross sausage dog. Fucking hell. And it was like this big. What do you put like, on a long, fucking step? They must have been on their step. back. Yeah. On like, the back? Well, it must have been. Well, like, like Borodale said, the poo bandit mm. he was carrying on that day, uppers saying that the fucking snags will ride anything. Yeah, yeah. So they must be out of just spreading snags everywhere. <laughs> I yeah. guess he got the belly to lean back. Oh, fuck. See. Who knows? Never really the snag dog it. thing's just getting out of control. Yeah, I reckon. Snags, number plates, it's all happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, g'day, Cam and Tom. It's uh, Bum Ole from the Sunshine Coast. Uh, I've got to carry on for you. Just spent eight and a half hours in the car driving from the sunny coast to Charleville. Um, Long-time listener, first-time caller. Went back through, listened to all the episodes again. Eight hours. Fucking brilliant. Mate, how about these caravans on the road? We passed 76 of the bastards... And all of them were sitting on about 90 kilometres an hour. Bang, get to the overtaken lane, speed up. Just get the fuck off the road. And how's the fuel prices now too? It's gone from $2.32 a litre on the sunny case. You get to Charleville, it's $2.62 a litre. Heck. What the fuck is going on? 
Okay. All right, legends, stay out of yourselves and have a fucking wonderful weekend. Get on it. Get on it. Fucking Cheers, nice. bro. bro, it's actually getting to the point where, like, <clears throat> I, I was really happy with my job. And now, because of fuel and shit, that's been, like, the thing that's pushing me over the edge to try and get a job. Like, I need to try and get a job back closer to home. Yeah, that's Or a right. job with more money. I, I literally, our thing was set up with the amount, amount of money that I was on and everything was working sweet. All of a sudden, we're stretching it at the end of the weeks and shit from what we normally do. And it's like, hang on, what's changed? It's fucking fuel. Like, yeah. the price of living is getting past the point of being acceptable unless some fucking people's wages start rising, mate. That's right. Inflation's going up. The wages aren't. No, exactly. And how how fucking We've just been bagging out the fucking cyclists. We might all be on a fucking um, trek in a couple of years. No. (laughs) No. Just stay at home. Fucking why? Stay at home. I'll just drive. Just fucking steal fuel. Six bucks a litre. Nah, man, I'd Mad Max. And with the caravans, yeah, we had a big big rant about them the other day, and it was funny. Put that video up on the socials of the old caravan, and, you know, you can tell everyone who drives a caravan was like, you know, it's not le- – I don't know where they got the it's, – it's illegal to tow a van over 80 or 90. Is that in a different state? Is that in another state that there's Surely a Surely that's not here. Tell you what, Joe. Whenever I've been towing my boat or a trailer, I've never been pulled over doing 100 saying you're speeding. That's right. So fuck up. If you can't do – if you and people are saying it's it's for my safety and it's like, well, by doing that, you're causing a big fucking load up behind you and then for your safety, someone's going to try and overtake about five cars where they probably shouldn't. That's not real safe. being a hero. Exactly. <clears throat> so, yeah, they shit me to tears. We've said from the very get-go, like, I, I've honestly got nothing to do with um, – nothing against caravans, like the idea of it. I want to get one one day, like I really do. But, like I said, and a couple of other people are like, oh, it's not to save money on fuel. It's because my uh, car can't tow one. Well, you shouldn't have fucking got a caravan then, should you? That's you right. should have the vehicle that is rated to tow that van at the fucking speed limit. Otherwise, stop being such a selfish cunt. And that's what it comes down to. Yeah. For me anyway, you know. It's just have get the right setup. If you're going to do it, set yourself up so you're not a hinder to every other poor bastard that is on this absolute grub of a road at the moment. That's right. If you've got a big boat, that's all good. If you're heading to town to a boat ramp. If you're in a caravan and you know you're doing long distances, set yourself up. Yeah, set yourself up. Fuck's sake. Yeah. No, uh, anyway, well, moving on. Yep. <laughs> Fuck caravans and bikes. Hey, g'day, fellas. Cheers for getting me through me night shifts, not for the reason you fucking think. Something keeping me up every night. Old mate's missus, born and bred Queenslander, supports those fucking sword jockeys from Australia's most hated state. Sword jockeys. Are you kidding me? That is fucking <laughs> rot. <laughs> Mate, I don't care if she can suck start a Harley. Bungie, you need to ditch her like a bottle of turned milk. <laughs> We're in the Middle East, mate. We'd be organising a public fucking rock concert. <laughs> anyway, lads, keep doing what you're doing. We'll flog those fucking scum with seam in the cauldron. Cheers. Public rock concert. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't cop it. I couldn't cop the – I'd yeah. be off it every time. Be like, you can silently watch the game. Don't want to hear a peep out of you. Yeah, go to the other room. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's a that's it's a joke. 
I agree with you, mate. I wonder if you can check back in with us, mate, about if you found anything more out about that, why your missus goes for him, the original bloke. Like to, yeah, get a bit of research on that if she's just stirring you up or something. Yeah. <clears throat> What's going on? Well, how did you – because you said you were going to lock her in the dog cage that night. So, yeah, that went for you. <laughs> You're probably still in there. That's why you haven't called back. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. Oh. Uh, right on. G'day, legends. Just listening to the yarn about wanting to kick an escort out. Got a little tail from Bali. Get an escort back to the room. And I'm fucking having a, having a good dig at her going along. And I started to get a bit puffed. Don't want to sweat on the poor love. So I said, hang on. About time you jumped on top. And she's up me. No, no, no. You keep going. You, I said, hey, love, I'm fucking paying you. About time you jumped on top. No, no, no. I said, well, fuck me. If you're not going to jump on top, you can at least eat me ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I will. For extra $10. I said, fuck me, 10 bucks. I'm already paying you. Yeah, yeah, you want $10. I said, fucking right, eh? Get down there. The audacity on this Sheila, I swear to God, she goes to her handbag, she pulls out a fucking dead old wipe and wipes my date. <laughs> I said, who's the fucking dirty one here? Apparently it's me, but fair enough, it's me ass. But there you go. Anyway, that's me. Cheers, fellas. Heck. <laughs> Wouldn't get on top. What's up with that? I've never had an experience with them, like I said, but you, surely you're paying a thing. That's that right. Be... You need to be rowed however you want. That's the whole point, isn't it? You'd think she'd rather just get on top for a bit. Rather than eat an ass. Than, yeah, go on the growl. Or I can play on with a dead old wipe, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's playing on. Yeah, if you're a whore and you're licking asses, the least you could do for yourself is fucking get a dead or what. Yeah, that's right. Wow, I wonder if the next bloke kissed her. <laughs> oh. <laughs> do, you, cause you'd, do you kiss him at the start normally? Fuck no. Well, I would fucking never fucking... Oh, every, I didn't every say dumb, you did. Every, just... No, I'll, I'll, I'll just say every dumb party experience with fucking my thing, I've been all over Asia and fucking everything. <laughs> That's all I'm fucking saying. There's not a fucking chance I want to know their name or a kiss. Yeah, no. Nah. No, I was just asking the question. Like, you don't, so don't even go Surely anywhere. not. There's probably people that do. But that's why you don't, hey. That's, that's what I was right. get. That's what I was getting. I at. guess people would probably get caught off guard and then find out, hey, um, you can pay me for a service. Well, there's the bloke who we told about on a previous story that he lost his visa to whorehouse. Yeah, yeah. And then ended up being. Well, you're one not of kissing the, biggest... the girl at a whorehouse, I wouldn't think. Well, but what I was going to say, remember, he ended up being one of the biggest whore rooters in town. Yeah, for yeah, a while, yeah, they couldn't yeah. get enough of it. Yeah, yeah. he used to be kissing him. You no, can't tell me they wouldn't let him. You can't tell me I he went from rooting. He went. A whorehouse from... is pretty clean. You get your cock looked at. You fucking. They they say yes or no. You have to go for a shower. So they get old Hector the cock inspector out to have a look at it. No, they obviously oh, trained they in some some fucking thing. Training then cockology. They make you go do yeah the old hygiene shower. Then the old condom comes on. And then fucking, I don't think you can put your mouth anywhere and you just got to fucking thrust or they thrust or suck or whatever they do. But this is where I'm getting at here. So you're telling me that the big fella went from not even kissing a girl to rooting at least five or six of them without kissing one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> strange. That's fucking wild. A bit strange. Going in reverse, the big fella. 
I guess if you want, don't know that, don't know from a bar of soap, well, would you want to fucking kiss him? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm sure he's going well now. But yeah, oh, just yeah, funny yeah, thinking definitely. about it. But you know, thinking about the yeah, shout out to him, the big yeah, fun. the big whole game. <laughs> <laughs> play on with the dead old wipe. Yeah, yeah, play on, play on with the wipe. G'day, gents. I got one for you. Righto, fucking potato, fucking scallop, eh? Well, you tell me a fucking pancake is a cake because it's batter. So a potato scallop is covered in batter, so that is why it's called a fucking potato cake. Yeah, I'll leave that one with you. <laughs> Righto. Say out of yourself. A hot chip's covered in batter, you dumb fuck. Do you call that a cake? <laughs> That is a potato with batter on it, deep fried like that is so beer battered <clears throat> fried. So, would yeah. if that if you're using that as your as your ammo, then yeah, hot chips or fries would just be cakes, little cakes. <laughs> like I can I can see your logic there a little bit, but just don't. It's a scallop. It's a, it's a potato scallop, mate. It's not a cake. Fuck it, get some fired up, doesn't it? Oh, it does. They fucking... Is there another name for hash brown? Uh, I don't want to start anything here, but... I don't know. But, like, a hash brown's a hash brown. Yeah, that's right. But It's, it's very a, it's, similar. It's very similar. <laughs> it's very it's a, fucking similar. Is there a batter there? Is it, no, I don't know. Is it a crumb? Oh, there has to be something hell. on there. Yeah, yeah. Those Why fucking... is that called a hash brown and the other's called a fucking scallop and a cake down there and that? Imagine if we all just started calling them just fucking hash browns all the time. Yeah, that's just a battered hash brown. It sort of is. I don't know. It's a full fillet of, oh, fuck. But, yeah, bro, that argument, like, I can sort of hear where you're coming from, but like I said, a chip is literally potato with batter on it deep fried, so yeah. that, that sort of fucks that. But, um, then we can move into fish cakes with batter. And Are you a fish cake operator? No, nah, I don't like separating the cunts. So I just like a fish fillet. Yeah, no, I'm not a real fish dude. In general at all, so I don't really go to the old fish cakes. Because isn't the fish cakes normally something that isn't really nice enough to eat on like as a fillet or something? Oh, you, can do nice, or something? you can do nice salmon salmon cakes. Yeah, yeah. So spring onion or fucking yeah, yeah, nice right batter and whatever other shit you want to do it. Yeah. Then you can go into corned beef fritters. Yeah. That's a batter. Yeah. We're, not, we're not going there. We're just fucking these yeah. idiots. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you stick to the wall with the potato scallop and the cake. Yeah, right. Eh? Yeah, if you got any. But if there's um, another name for a hash brown. Fucking. If you got any arguments that aren't shit, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hit us, hit us with that. Anyway, but I love your passion, mate. Good stuff. You thought you were onto something there, but you're not. So, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> you blow it up. <laughs> yeah. Fucking headbutt in the stereo. So, boys, got a bit of a fucking carry on here for you. I was listening to uh, podcast forty three there, where you said, "Old oh, mate, you're." But he had your kids in the park there and the fucking train driver come past and he, and he wouldn't toot the horn. I thought, that's a fucking dog act. Like, train drivers and and garbage truck. Like, I used to drive a garbage truck. And you, that's a fucking community service act when you do that. Like, tooting to kids. Like, when I worked for the garbage truck, company policy was we had to fucking toot at milk and kids. That was in the fucking company guideline. That was just like what you got to do. But anyway, boys, this is where the carry on. I was fucking flipping bins, you know, and as you know, kids just love it. Like they just fucking go off like a frog in a sock about the garbage truck. 
So I was fucking flipping a bin and a little young fellas out there with the fucking, you know, milf of a mum. Anyway, they're sitting in the driveway and I thought, right, I'll fucking put the bin right back, extend the arm all the way out, fucking, you know, drop it off right at their feet for them. Anyway, done that, fucking hit the release the claw button. Fucking wasn't really watching, started driving off. Well, fuck me, the claw didn't release fully before I'd started driving. The fucking bin is upside down with a fucking hole in it. The wheels are torn off the fuck. And now I had to get out, give them a new bin. And, yeah, that's a fucking carry-on if I've ever heard one. Oh. Anyway, boys, say hi to yourselves. Being the good Samaritan. <clears throat> Trying to do the big deadly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Snug it across yeah. the flat. Heck. Oh, well. Yeah, my young fella used to... like. Now we don't get to see the wheelie bin come because it's at the front of the grid. You know, yeah, you're yeah. Driving to the grid, you need a couple of k off. Yeah, so um, you don't get to see it. But when we were at Agnes, man, you'd hear it coming, and he'd get so excited. Yeah, and you'd fucking run out there with him, and oh mate, it'd, you know, you get the good bloke, and he'd go and go bang, 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 like hit him together. Oh right, before, no, yeah, yeah, doosh, 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 and he's like, Whoa, and watch the bin go up. And yep. then, yeah, you get – and then on the way back past, he does the old toot signal and I'm going to go doot, doot, like it'd yeah, make nice. his day. Yeah. And then every now and again you'd get one cranky fuck who didn't do anything and you just like, oh, I feel like you get just getting in there with him, just yabby pumping him. Like surely, you know, blokes like that, yeah, you know, come on, bro. That's right. Kids are loving it. Like that's literally their yeah. – Yeah. Have so, a game, mate. Yeah, same with the train thing. One yeah. thing they shouldn't beep is ice cream trucks and shit like that. <laughs> yes. Dodgy fuckers. Yeah, stay away. Don't from go them. beeping at me, kid. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you gotta wonder what someone's got going on if they choose to buy an ice cream van and that's their passion. Yep. You know they gotta have a blue card. Proper. <laughs> Proper for sure. Surely, like I know you and me, we'd be if we see. Surely our old boys or someone. If you and me see one and we're in a cul-de-sac one day and, and a thing, we'll be sussing old mate out the driver. Yeah, it yeah. Just, it's in our blood. A couple yeah, of blokes, right. but I know what, just a bit dodgy. Yeah, see some, see some shit, out. see some shit. <laughs> They're like a retired carny yeah. normally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Don't get going with those fucking units. Jeez, wasn't there a few offended blokes <laughs> on that? <clears throat> oh, have a go. Yeah, the old carnies. But I stand by what I say with carnies. Like, for example... Especially if if there's an if there's an older lad, like if that's what you want to do as a job, fuck, I'm not I'm not knocking the job at all as a carny. Like I'm not knocking that job one bit. All I'm saying is, if you're working at a jumping castle and you're physically grabbing little kids to put them on and off of it, I need to know that you aren't getting satisfaction out of touching my fucking kid. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? What's so bad about that saying that someone should have a blue card? Yeah. I reckon it's fucking, yeah. That's, yeah, that's fair game. 100%. Because what if some sicko got something out of it and he was laying there that night getting off to the fact oh, that Oh, yeah. No, but you know what yeah, I mean? I know, I know what you That's mean, yeah. the level of fuck that people are. Right, yeah, there are some sick people in this world. Exactly. So My part on carnies is because we are both fitters and with a bit of mechanical background in our heads, how dodgy <laughs> the old carnies aren't pulling out the grease gun doing a pre-start fucking every day. Yeah, right. And if a <laughs> yeah. hydraulic line blows off, who fitted it? Is he qualified? That yes. zipper, that thing should have been oh. fucking redundant years ago. I wonder where that thing is. Probably an artificial reef. One steel. <laughs> One steel. Hopefully. Yeah. I remember I was in it. For people that don't know what it is, it was just like a dodgy sort of merry-go-round with like single single cages in it. 
and they'd spin as you're going around upside down. It was and the like last a, time I was in it, there was two sheared off 10 mil nuts on it <laughs> and a couple of 20 cent coins. Rattling around. Yeah. And the, I'm like, where the fuck did they come from? Yeah. No, it, was, it was a wild show, that thing. Yeah. Glad it's gone. Probably for everyone. Even the bigger dream parks, just with a mechanical background, you're going, I know bearings can fail. Who the fuck would want to be a fitter at a place like that, though? I do know one. Do you? Yeah, it's good pay, too. Yeah, right. well, would want to be. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you're literally working on... That's right, you're signing off on something where yeah. multiple people are riding. It's a different story for the old everyday Jay doing a fucking a PM on a uh, conveyor. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. should be right. Tick, tick, tickety, tick. Yeah, yeah. And from the ute. There's but no fucking... smoke from the ute. Let's keep it going. Yeah, it looks pretty greased. But yeah. she's a different story when it's people riding it every day. That's right. You know? You I think really it'd be more complacent. like the engineer or, or the content expert looking over the, making it safe and yeah. signing off of checked work and stuff like that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Moving on. There'd be no carnivals if there was nah. no carnies if it was that shit. Yeah, boys. Milf Buster back here for round two. Look, you know that poo band cunt which gets on that show, buddy. Yeah, you know. I reckon that he wants to have a crack at Cleary. I'll bloody, I'll tell him what, meet me at the Caxton on Origin Night and I will walk in there in a blues jersey and I will fight every cunt in that pub. The lot of you. I don't give a fuck who you are, you fucking cousin, fucking dog, rooting fucks. Anyways, North Buster reporting, Tim Vegas. Cheers. At least we got a bit of lip out of some of you blues fellas. Bandit, you want to respond to that, bud? He's just fucking give you a bit of lip there. Yeah, yeah, you better be quick with a response. Yeah. I have to let you know he's just called the Bandit out and everyone else in the Caxton. Mate, I reckon if you went into the Caxton... The BBB boys would sort you out. Yeah, they'd do to you what a wild bull would do to a mango. Just destroy you. You come out looking like a chewed up minty. Yeah, that's right. Fucking I Like a punch lasagna, you'd look like. <laughs> All the best. Yeah. <laughs> you'd be, this bloke would probably still have a headache. Yeah. That cool. <laughs> How you going, you fucking dad kisses? <laughs> fucking Uncle Mac here. Here to fucking talk about an absolute carry on. You shitty fucking fight. Four tours. Heaps of cunts. Turn out. We have to piss in the fucking paddock like absolute animals because that's the fucking alphas that we are. Anyway, fuck you. Fuck your fights. You can all suck me off. <laughs> yeah, so he was obviously at the fights. Yeah, there was four Portaloos there. And um, there was already blokes pissing out the flat at the start. But by the end of it, there was, all, there was three of them that were blocked off already. And everyone was just pissing out in the mud, eh? That's right. I don't what know. were the girls doing? They lined up for that one toilet. Oh, wow. It's good being a bloke, isn't it? Yeah, in that situation. Fucking hell, man. Oh, but you could walk all the way out and remember there was that proper toilet block. Oh, was there? Yeah, but the amount of mud you're treading. Oh, everyone was pissing out the flats. Yeah, I don't know what. Do they fill up that quick? And then they take, you shouldn't take four off at one time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a carry That was a money. It was, it was good, though, being able to just piss out the flat, though. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit of money thing, I think. And also, um, keep you them can't, clean. I feel like it's a carry on using our own insults on us. You're like saying that we ki- like sit to piss or kiss our dads. I reckon that's like, is that a carry on? Play on, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I, I just mean come oh, on. Oh, like come on. I'll come in. Oh, like yeah, that's just oh, with a, yeah, hey, yeah, dad yeah. kisses. It's like, hey, 
Ears are the dad kisses. Like, yeah, you got to come up with here. something with us. Yeah, yeah make yeah. your own thing up. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it original, bruh. Yeah. Good, though. Good bit of lip there. Yeah. Full of piss, the young fella. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Good stuff. Your dad kisses. G'day, boys. Fucking Action Jackson here. Mate, I've got a uh, <laughs> action carry on or a fucking play on. You You fucking be the judge of this, right? So recently married, shout out to getting married to the wife, mate. Good on it. Fucking saying yes, sweet ass. But uh, doesn't like strippers, right? Doesn't like strippers. Oh, mate, yeah. She found out I was getting a private lap dancer with the strippers. Oh, mate, I'd be shunned, right? So tonight she's out with my boss, she's female, and her daughter watching the male strippers sends me a snap laughing like, oh, this is good. Can't. I love a few great northerns, got a bit of beer belly on me, but I'll fucking tell you right now, not looking like those blokes out there. Yeah, in the middle of winter, I hope they're smaller than me. I'll tell you that much. But, uh, boys, what do you reckon? Yeah, play on or carry on? I can't fucking have a stripper, but she can watch them with her friends. Fucking, what do you reckon? Stay out of yourself. I reckon that's a carry-on. That is if, a carry-on. If she, it's like, if it's a thing where you're both like, nah, fuck them from both sides of the party, you can see where it'd be. But if she's up you about, nah, you're not allowed one and hates you but to go on there and then goes to the strippers and sends you a snap, that is a carry-on. I can understand um, male strippers aren't always on, like unless you live in a city where... Like it's like a titty bar here or something like that. I suppose too. Like, like that's their one-off thing, and where back in the day we'd be at the strip club. And I suppose that was a good joint to go drink at. I suppose if it's a big crowd of them and they're literally on a stage up away from them or just fucking getting the old fella out or whatever, it's something different. But, but if he's never been allowed to go to a strip club, I guess private. I'd probably agree with the missus. Our missus would probably definitely not be yeah. keen on just going for a private. Can you, like, I'm sure by but now. table dance, that should be fair play with everyone else in the room, fucking happy days. I, I want to know. So this is my thing with it. When a chick does a, like, we've been to shows now for, like, fourth-year parties and shit like that, right? Yeah. There's chicks that go to them. They, they are there to do their show. They tell you the rules at the start, and if you touch more than you're supposed to or whatever like that or anyone does, see you later, they're out of there. Fucking yep. stiff shit. Yeah, pack up, You cannot tell me, right, that a bloke in that same scenario, he's got the old fella out and one of the old girls grabs onto it for a suck. You yep. can't tell me he's going, get out of here, I'm yeah. out of here, this is disgusting. <laughs> it's not in our blood. No way. Oh, <laughs> mate's just our copping hormones. a bit. Yeah, that's He's right. just walking around getting touched as if he's going, oh, this is disgusting. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's going to sleep less. Yeah, exactly. So all I think of is like if you're a male stripper out there, can you actually tell me what goes on in, like, a, a, a hen's party scenario with a bloke stripper? Like, are they just open to everything? Or what? how does that actually work? You'd have to I'm, read. It'd be like reading the crowd. Like, yeah. Obviously, obviously, there is. Yeah. All yeah. I'm saying is there's a lot more potential for shit to get out of hand at a bloke stripper thing at a private event than a chick's because chicks aren't having it, like, for the most part. Yeah, Unless they'd right. be at some famous bloke's thing. You know, and they yeah, want to yeah. be all whatever. And I don't think many girls, they probably maybe see her, give it a jerk or something like that, but I don't think they're fucking, there's probably is girls out there, but not all of them going, no. oh, he's going to climb on that. No, no way. But all I'm saying is yeah, it's just a different, I think it's a very different sort of feel there. 
Yeah, we're you know? a little bit biased, but I think we're onto it. Yeah, oh, obviously, obviously we're biased, but you can't tell me a bloke would be more open. A stripper bloke would be more open and copping a grab in the right spot. If we were both single and we played that part somehow, if we had, we look different. You look different. <laughs> There's a, a lot box. of changes. <laughs> we would be like that. Oh, you just how yeah. we're how we're talking. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know, but yeah, if you've ever been a male stripper, can you actually shout out? And give us a call in. Just let us know what it, what it is like at those events or some of the experiences you've had. Because I reckon it'd be pretty entertaining. And if you're like a gay, or ma- gay male stripper, obviously play on. You probably don't well, want to be. You don't want to be jerked off. There might be. That probably is a thing. Gay male strippers. There are probably, probably is because yeah. yeah, I don't know. They look after themselves. They probably a bit, do a bit more of a skin routine or whatever. Know how to dance and shit like yeah, yeah, know. or read up a bit more about it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but I reckon that's a carry-on, bro. If she's full-on staunch with you, no strippers, and she's at the strippers sending you videos, you know. Surely there's never been a male stripper that's a fucking grower. They're all showers. Oh, yeah. Well, you're not getting into that game, are you? That's right. You'd be a pain in the ass, always giving yourself half a fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hell. You'd, be tying, you'd be eating a Viagra and tying it to your leg with vision line. Yeah, pump, yeah it's <laughs> pumping a bit of roids or something. Yeah, no, they're all showers. I'm off showers. Same. They're grubs. Not fair. We moving on? Yep. Hey, lads. No carry on here, but I just want to call up and say a big fucking congratulations for you boys killing it. Number two on the comedy podcast, and that's just unreal to me. Um, Couple of lads from CQ just absolutely killing it. Well done, and uh, keep going. Cheers, bro. Thanks, mate. Yeah. That has been... It has been absolutely fucking mind blowing the support yeah. we've been getting lately, eh? Yeah. Like honestly, unbelievable. So can't thank everyone enough for actually helping us turn this into what it is at the moment and what it's gonna be. Yeah. It's fucking exciting. You know, we've always believed in ourselves from the start and um you know, for Sora what's the what's that word when you fucking see something in the future? Um I don't know why I can't I can't think of it now. But, yeah, uh, yeah, I get you. Yeah, the word where you just, um, yeah, someone would be screaming at the car now going, it's this word, you idiot. But, like, <laughs> just seeing seeing myself in a situation or seeing ourselves into a situation, believing in ourselves and just um, making it happen, you know? Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's just pretty cool to see see some results, really. See, yeah. Like, what we talked about from the start actually coming true, you know? Yeah. No, thanks, mate. Much appreciated. We got here a lot quicker than we fucking thought. Yeah, that's right. Fellas, lightweight here. Uh, lightweight. Just bringing up with just coming off the back of an absolute fucking tantrum. <laughs> Me and the missus just bought a new place and we'll sort of renovate it, tidy it up. Going to sell it eventually, hopefully make a coin out of it, have it crack, you know. Anyway, got these fucking ugly as fuck rose bushes all up and down the driveway, so we decided we can dig them out and fucking make it look a bit nicer. Nick down to the big green fucking public toilet that is Bunnings. And got yourself a shovel. So I thought, oh, if I can have a couple of darts and a couple of cans and dig her out. Anyway, rose bush number one, the fucking handle on my new metal shovel that I've just bought, fucking kinked. Then she snapped. Now I've got a custom two piece shovel and I'm fucking not having it. <laughs> Bunnings, I don't know what you're doing, but, you know, we're on to you. You're fucking making a shit and then selling a shit. <laughs> I'm fucking off them. I'm off them. I'm, I think I might have to be a minor 10 man. Anyway, that's me rant. 
Yeah, you yeah. would be off them. It does suck when you buy something like that and it just breaks. You just want up. to do a one good job. You just went and got it for one reason to do a job and yep. it just makes your day longer, eh? <clears throat> it is a count. I, was I do like, like the big Bunnings. Oh, yeah, I'm a fan of Bunnings too. It's hard not to be, except when I'm hungover in town and the missus wants to go there for three hours. Apart yep. from that, I, uh, I'm i a big fan of the place. Yeah, it is good. It's amazing how much shit they have there, right? Eh? Yeah. It's pretty good. And, uh, like, we we have a fucking big Bunnings in Gladstone too. Yeah, four, four Gladstone, yeah. Like, compared to where is the biggest Bunnings in Australia, I wonder. It'd have to be in one of the capital cities or something, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, they'd have a few. Probably yeah, the same, oh, yeah, around the same size, around. yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, it probably is big elite Bunnings, I don't know. Yeah. The big Bunnings. The big Bunnings. Big, big Bunnings. Well, tell me who the biggest one is. I want to ring their manager and ask him about having to shit ourselves. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> what the fuck's happening? Yeah. Put him on. Yeah. Put him on. Get him on. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, g'day, boys. It's uh, Sam the Rep here. Just listening to your podcast, your latest podcast, and how Cam's talking about the uh, the apprentice leaving that job and how the tradesman can't frame because he's got to be sensitive and all the rest of the fucking bullshit these days. I heard, I can't remember who I heard it from. I think it might have been his father-in-law. He was in the army back in the day. And uh, apparently now... In the army, all all your grunts, all your your new blokes, have yellow and red cards, or like a ticket of some sort, or a, a yet yellow or red fucking ticket. That if their commanding officer or whoever is like the sergeant or whatever, if they feel that they are uh, being too hard on them. They can hold this fucking yellow or red card up so that they can go and have a fucking a break away from the harassment. And we've got people, we've got these cunts training to defend our fucking country. What are they going to do in the middle of a fucking war? Hold up a red card. Oh, he's shooting at me too hard. Fuck. Oh. Anyway, boys, have a good one. That's what? hectic. Do you reckon that's a true yarn? Oh, I don't know. Like, first of all, I just want to say that I've never done that training, so I, I can't even say, oh, you're soft for using a card or whatever because, you know, unless you've done that, I feel like you're not in the position to say so. No. However, I definitely see where he's coming from. As in, I think they're put in those scenarios to fucking make them that, that headstrong that when they are getting shot at and stabbed and fucking are shot and they still got to perform – yeah, yeah. You know, I think that's the whole point. You're supposed to be pushed beyond your like when you when you hear those audio books like with Goggins and fucking um Surely either. they're a bit harder on the infantry is the word, isn't it? When you're on the guns, but I'm you're talking about cooks, mechanics, but you still have to go through all the training oh, okay. as well. Maybe oh, it's I know, uh man. I don't know, like uh, maybe they're engineers or something. I don't Surely know. that's not a thing when you're training for fucking killing people. People, that's right. There's yeah. You need to be the hardest of hard. That's when you're Mental not allowed. Game. You should just be not allowed to be offended. Yep. That's yeah. where you're not allowed to yeah. be offended. Like, just shut the fuck but up. But I thought you had to do a psych test to sort of mentally prepare you to see if you're actually going to be half strong enough. I don't know, man. I honestly don't know enough about it. And like I said, I'll never give any of those blokes shit. 
No. Doing that because they're the ones out there doing it. I've never done it, so not in a position to comment. But, oh yeah, it just seems a bit wild to me that people who are going to be killing people like and getting – like people trying to kill them have the option to go, no, I'm, I'm – I think you're And obviously you shouldn't mean. bully in the workplace – but That's a different story. I know, but he's like referring back to the oh, the apprentice thing. Yeah, the apprentice thing. Like you can't just be fucking down on my throat. You don't know what he's going to do when he gets home. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Start an addiction, something to deal yeah, with, I think, or numb the pain. I think the fucking apprentice thing and the army thing are two very, very different, very things. different things. So right? yeah, be, if someone can elaborate on yeah, the actual red or yellow cards and where that comes into play, yeah, how that gets used. If someone's a part of that system, let us know about it. Yeah. That'd be good, cheers. Some cases we'd be fucked. Yeah, I reckon. Hey, lads. So I've got a bit of a yarn for you. We're just contracting down at Hay in New South Wales. Anyway, hey. so we've come home after a big day of working, and I've been fermenting up this shit all day, and I was laying on the couch, and I'm laying there, and she's, she's wanting the bust out, and I'm thinking, righto, we've got to go here. So I've waddled off to the toilet with my ass puckered, and I've sat down and I've looked over to me left and noticed that the old dunny paper was disappeared. So I've waddled out to the other toilet. There's another one just down the hallway. So we waddled down there, half naked, pants down, went in there, no toilet paper there, and I'm going, fuck, what am I going to do here? And I've thought, I've got these baggy undies that I've never really liked. They're never really comfy and they always crawl up my ass crack. So I've gone, oh, well, we'll give them a whirl. So... Two wipes and she's gone and um, flushed her down the dungeon. <laughs> we've just left there today, so we've probably clogged up the sewage line. But anyway, so I was wondering, <laughs> what would be your go-to in that situation? What would you wipe other than tissues and any other sort of soft product? Righto, cheers, boys. Other than a soft product. Yeah, I think he just means what would you use in the similar scenario? It'd have to be your jocks, or unless you're wearing a shirt like the bandit, like a flannel sort of shirt, you rip yeah. a bit of the sleeve off or tear your pockets out, like Camo was saying. Tear the pockets out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Always have paper towel if you haven't got toilet paper, but I guess at a different a camp shitter or something. Yeah, it's just the jocks. The jocks of jocks, jocks is always is the first the, thing, yeah, or your next bit of clothing. Jocks is always the first thing that goes for me. Shower, straight in the shower. Straight in the shower. In that scenario, though, when you're just a, yeah. Because he's, um, he's flushed them too. Yeah, that's, um, oh, that's a, yeah. I wonder if they actually flushed or not. Yeah, that's a bit, uh, bit of grubbery there, but yeah. Play, mans- play. I wonder if they didn't have any shit paper for you. That was Manscaped, you fucking new seriousism. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Those bad boys would soak it all up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Moving on. And we got, Two to go off. Hey, Blake, there you go. Good, mate. Uh, just had a question in regards to just life and relationship, life in general. Um, late missus split up with me. Uh, fucking being a bit of a dickhead, got me mind focused on other shit and tend to, uh, I've just lost, lost interest in the relationship and she's gone and left me and whatever else and, uh, just chasing a bit of advice on how to um, deal with managing a lot of things, um, including living so far away from home at 18. Uh, yeah, cheers, boys. Love the show. I think, mate, if, if it's a situation where you've fucked up 
you just got to own your fuck-ups first. Like if you've been in the wrong, own up that you fucked up. If she still doesn't want anything to do with you, then, mate, you can't dwell on it for too long. There's plenty of fish in the sea. Um, and just keep your chin up. Like, you know, I don't know what you're doing away from home. Like if you moved there for an apprenticeship or if you've got a job like that, um, you know, I don't know if you've got any mates there that you can get around. But all I can say in that situation, bro, is, um, you know, try and have some people there you f- feel comfortable talking to. If if you don't have anyone, maybe go down to the local footy thing or, or, or a sporting thing or even, I don't know, somewhere where you might be able to meet a couple of people. I don't know what you're interested in, you know. Find an interest, get yeah. a hobby, go and fucking give something a crack. Keep your mind off it. Yeah. There's got to be a reason he lost the interest. Like in the relationship. When, yeah. When a male loses interest in a relationship, how do I put it? There's obviously, he's tried. He's tried to get their attention. Like, blokes just don't lose. I don't, I don't think it, chicks are a bit different. They can not be sexually attracted and stuff like that. And blokes can be too. But I feel like blokes try a lot. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just like, I don't know. We don't naturally lose interest. Like it has to something has to spark it. What to start losing interest? You reckon? Yeah, to start like it's, obviously you've tried in some aspects. Or oh, if you fucked up and you just go, I don't give a fuck, and you're younger and all that. Yeah, well he said he's mean younger. Yeah, so well, he's eighteen. So like I just he's think, just at a perfect stage where he's ready to fucking go find himself, mate. I just think um, it's at the situation. It sounds like to me like he's probably hooked in. Got on the piss a bit too much, you know, and she's she's bailed or whatever. Mate, look at it as a scenario. you got a fresh start. You're 18 years old. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do. You're in a perfect you know? position. You're in a perfect position. Look at it with an open mind. Remember that episode when we were talking to Camo about going over to fucking Canada, mate? You know? If you've got nothing else planned and you want something to do, why don't you fucking save a bit of money? Book yourself a fucking thing to the work and holiday club in Canada and go do a season in the snow if you buy yourself. And if you hate the snow, there's plenty to do in Oz and the world. Fucking oath. It's just opening back up for you, bud. So look at it as in you, you're off the leash. You've got a fucking fresh lease on life and you can go do whatever you want to do. You That's know? right. There's heaps of shit out there, bro. And yeah, it's it's hard it's hard to comment because we don't really know what you do for a job and why you're moving away and stuff like that. But just know that, bud, you're 18 years old. The world is your oyster. You can do whatever you fucking want to do. That's a pretty good position. I fucking hope it is. Well, even if you got a mortgage, even if you've got nothing, if you're at zero, oh, that's even better. That's even better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nothing, no overheads. She's all good, brother. Fucking uh, just keep trucking. You're sweet. G'day boys, fucking Action Jackson again. Uh, just a thought, I was reading a uh, story, might have been an old story, but uh, family on Fraser Island, uh, grown family, mind you, no kids, camping, uh, attacked by a dingo, tried to fucking sue whoever they were trying to fucking sue. Can't. It's a fucking dog. <laughs> if a fucking dog come to my fucking camp, I'd kill a dog. How hard is it to kill a dog, man? And if I can sit in there, I'm going to see oh, I can't fucking get on. What kind of bloke are you camping with that he cannot protect you against a dog? They call it a dingo. It's a type of dog. 
that a carry on or is it a play on? Uh, let us know, boys. I reckon that's a carry on. If it's if you don't have any kids, if you're got a grown up family and it's only one, like I think it's different if you got eight a dogs full pack circling yeah. your camp. But all, like I've been pigging heaps in the bush and that. And if you run into one dingo, it's not doing fuck all to you. Yeah, they're yeah. timid. It's not like they're this big dog. Like it's different if you get like a fucking bull mastiff or a pit bull or a fucking Arab. That's right. Yeah, or something like that. German shepherd, you know, aggressive at you. The dingoes are not like they're agile. Animals, man, they're not like these frigging locked jaw mad things. So I would back myself 100% if I had a stick, fucking stick right near me or something like that or whatever against one dingo. Yeah. And who are you singing? Who are, you, um, who are they trying to find? Yeah. Who are they trying to find? I don't know. Probably the, um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <Tandem> dingoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe the, um, Fraser Island or whatever. But, yeah, I reckon that's a proper carry-on, isn't it? What, are they one of them collars or something? Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, yeah I, I agree. I agree mate. with you, mate. Yeah. yeah, for sure. He's but, a beta. Yeah, different that's story. That's what we call a beta. Yeah, beta, beta. Yeah. Well, that's all the uh, that's all the carry-ons today, boys. Like I said, a few of them made next week's cut. A few of them didn't make it. But uh, thanks for everyone for getting involved. It's a few fucking beauties in there. Um, mate, before we go, should we get to the joke? You got a joke? Yep. All right, I'll kick it off. Right on, bro. A bloke was sitting in a bar in Texas with his big shiny boots on the bar when a chick walked in and said, is it true what they say about big boots, you know? He said, how about we go out the back and you can find out? So they did. They got the deed done. And after she handed him 200 bucks, he said, Nah, you don't have to. I know I'm good. She goes, Nah, mate. That's for you to get the right size boots. <laughs> Bit of space me. at the front of them. Bit of space at the front of them. Yeah, nice. Biting off a bit more. Than <laughs> well, I got one. This one is from, uh, this one is from Jacko. So shout out to Jacko. I thought this was a beauty. Um, right, a lady goes to her priest one day and tells him, Father, I have a problem. I have two female parrots, but they only know how to say one thing. What do they say, the priest asked. They say, hi, we're hookers. Do you want to have some fun? <laughs> That's obscene, the priest exclaimed. Then he thought for a moment, you know, he said, I may have a solution to your problem. I have two male talking parrots, which I have taught to pray and read the Bible. Bring your two parrots over to my house and we'll put them in a cage with Francis and Peter. My parrots can teach your parrots to pray and worship and your parrots are sure to stop saying that phrase in no time. Thank you, the woman responded. This may very well be the solution. The next day she brought a female parrot to the priest's house. As he ushered her in, she saw that his two male parrots were inside the cage holding rosary beads and praying. Impressed, she walked over and placed her parrots in the cage with them. After a few minutes, the female parrots cried out in unison, Hi, we're hookers. Do you want to have some fun? There was stunned silence. Shocked, one male parrot looked over to the other male parrot and says, Put the beads away, Frank. The fucking prayers have been answered. (laughs) 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 That's from... That is good, eh? Oh, fucking... uh, Yeah, Jacko, with the beauty there. 
It was good. Oh, and one more to send you off with. Someone hit me with a short and sweet one the other day. I said, what What has four legs and has a cunt halfway off its back? A police horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. Right, guys. Thanks for getting around us once again. It's uh, It's been good. We'll Cheers. fucking, yeah, everyone. Have, have a great a weekend. That's right. Have a great weekend. Stay out of each other. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.